Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It Tink Pod with Katie and Erin. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> today's, yeah. gonna be, today's gonna be a wild one. I'm mm. just gonna throw it out there. Yeah, this was the long awaited <laughs> episode. Like long awaited. I feel like everyone's just waiting to hear what we have to say on this. But before we dive into the episode, there are a few things that I want to talk about that have happened like in the world in general having to do with our podcast that I wanted to address. Okay. Can we do that? Wait. And also, can we talk about how we hard launched your man? <laughs> oh my God. I know. Yeah. Hard launch. It happened real fast. Dude. Uh- Fire hard launch, like five stars. Can I just give you my notes? So the fact that his face is like profile and hidden and there's no tag, I was like, yes, Aaron. I know. A plus. You know what's really funny too is that, well, first of all, I was living for the soft launches because everyone was like, everyone was eating them up. Like people were like, oh my God, (laughs) soft launch. Like she has a new guy. Who is it? Who is it? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to play a little game with everyone. However, that picture, I just, it was a good picture. I had to post it. It was a fire picture. It was a good picture. And it's really funny too, because I reached out to um, one of my friends, Jimmy, who actually has helped us, you know, with our logo yeah, with our and pod. all that. Because um, he's so good at like Photoshop and like all this yeah. like, you know, digital stuff. <laughs> I was like, this is how serious I was about like <laughs> a, a softer launch, like playing this game with people. Yeah. I was going to have him Photoshop my man's tattoo out of the picture just to I'm, keep this game going. And I'm, like, I'm so dead. <laughs> so then he's like really not recognizable. Yes. yes. I was like, because uh, like I'm still not saying his name. I mean, you know it. Yeah. Like, I'm trying no, to still you- keep it a mystery with the side profile. I was like, oh, this tattoo is going to give it away. But it no, was fun dude. while it lasted. Because people can't find him because he's not tagged. Like you're, yeah. yeah. Literally, I couldn't have done it better myself. I When I saw the photo, because I know his name. I know like I've seen him yes. on our little Zooms and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, Aaron, you just killed it. Like people are going to eat this shit up. Thank <laughs> like, you. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. So we got a couple, we got some feedback. Okay. So I've been doing those little, like, ask me anything questions Uh and we had a controversial opinion. Remember Aaron? Controversy. Controversy. They they said that me and Aaron just always agree with each other and we are boring. (laughs) Okay. Well, thoughts. I will say I was called boring on the show. So I'm like, maybe. No, no, I'm just kidding. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, you can write. See, this is the thing. I feel like about both of us, especially me, I'll talk about me. Like, you could write like a whole essay, okay, with like a topic sentence, like three supporting statements, a concluding sentence, like a whole thing on a lot of things, okay? You could say that maybe I'm bitter. You could say that I'm aggressive, that I'm over the top. Maybe I'm annoying. Maybe I'm loud. 
you cannot write an essay on me being boring. Yeah, <laughs> okay? I'm sorry. Absolutely fucking not. Neither uh, of us. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's the thing. It's like sometimes I really try my best to agree with people even when they're like bringing me down. But like yeah, I think dude. this one, I'm sorry. Like boring ain't it. You could say a lot of things, way. boring ain't it. Yeah. And then us always agreeing with each other. I was like, clearly they don't actually listen to all the episodes because like we, I feel like we constantly are like, oh, like I see what you're saying, but yeah. Oh, like 100%. we don't always agree. Like Edgar, Luke, mm-hmm. right? Even like Jillian, the situation. At Jillian, one point, we didn't agree. At one point, my Ash. opinion about Tommy changed and you yeah. were trying to, like, there's a lot of things. There's a also, lot of things. But also, there's like multiple times during this season recap where I've actually given Evan some type of benefit of the doubt. A hundred percent. he's your ex and that what you yeah. went through. It's like we're always just bringing up different opinions and ways yep. to look at situations. And then at the end, we're both like, okay, like, yeah, I could see that. Like, it's not like. Want to know what someone told me? Because like I de- I posted that like feedback mm-hmm. that we are boring and like always agree with each other and we're not genuine. And I got so much feedback God. and <laughs> Aaron's face right now. Oh my God. Wait, so now we're boring and not genuine, that's, <laughs> which that's is like goal. insane. But no, what someone said to me, cause I got a ton of feedback on it and everyone like didn't agree. Okay. Like literally no one. Well, actually one person agreed because they were like, I can tell that Casey's like tiptoeing recapping her episode. Like I can tell that she's holding back a lot. Mm. And I can, I can agree with that because if I wasn't like, if I was completely not involved in like the Evan and Morgan situation, like if I was just a random person watching a reality show recapping it, yeah, I would have a lot stronger shit to be saying. Right. But I'm not. I'm involved. And I have like people that I need to be tiptoeing around because they're they're here in LA yeah. in, my, in these social circles. You know what I mean? Like I can't be like a total asshole about this right now. Well, and it, I like being big, being the bigger person. That's my yeah. that's my brand and that's what I'm gonna keep doing. Well, and that's I think I think people also fail to realize that we didn't start this podcast to talk shit on people. Exactly. We, like we started it to break down episode to episode one like our opinions but also recap our seasons and give the details and the opinions of what we were like actually feeling and going through so it's more like opinion based it's not talking shit and I think that like people expect us to just go on this and bash people but that's we've not been what... bashed. We've yeah. been those people. So who yeah. are we to, you know, rip people apart? Like I won't hold back if I have an opinion, but I'm not yeah. gonna like come for someone. No. Like we're literally just recapping a show based on the footage that we're watching. And we would recap it where no matter who was on it, whether we were involved or not. Yeah. So speaking of talking shit, I got like two more things before we dive into the episode. So okay. I got a pretty heated message on my ask me anything about our episode last week. Aaron, do I have permission to read it and discuss it? Do (laughs) I know it? Um, no, it's not that bad, but I want to discuss it. I think it will be fine. Okay. And if, and if you're not okay with it, I can edit this out. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
So I got a message and it says, why are you and Aaron such Morgan haters? And how do you have the audacity to hate on and judge her for how she acted and how she went about wanting Evan when you were literally in the other villa crying over him the entire time and desperate for him to choose you? You were more desperate than she was. And then I ignored it. And then the same person immediately sent another message, all anonymous, by the way. Don't ignore the Morgan question. Be real. So. I'm being real. I wasn't going to post this on my Insta story. I'm putting it on the pod for 60,000 people to hear my answer. Okay? You want me to be real? I'm going to be fucking real. Right? Talk about dedication to the pod. Dedication to the pod right now. Okay. So these are my thoughts. Like Aaron just said it, we're not talking shit. Like we are talking about people's actions that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. If their actions are shitty... (laughs) that's not our responsibility. Okay. If you don't want people to talk about your shitty actions, then don't Uh have shitty actions. As for me being desperate, no fucking shit, dude. My life was falling apart. (laughs) Do you think I was going to be sipping tea, celebrating? (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. Life's dandy right now. I'm a happy fucking camper. Like (laughs) what the fuck do these people expect from me? Like, literally, like, I don't understand. Like, no shit, I was desperate. Like, you're preaching to the choir, okay? Like, I don't know. So is this real enough for this anonymous person? I (laughs) I just want to know. Absolutely. And um, I think it's fair that I agree with you on this. Hopefully, I don't get hate for agreeing with you on something. But neither of us were hating on her. No. To be quite honest... I think the only thing I said that could have been negative at all was that she was clearly the assertive one pressuring and pushing it to like move forward and move faster. I think that there were times you could see in Evan's face where he didn't really know what to say or do like on the beach at their one date. Like I think that she was very aggressive with, trying to make sure he answered all of her questions right there and then without allowing him to process his thoughts and emotions. And guess what? I was known for being aggressive on the show. So why is it that people can say things about me and I can be that person, but when I say it about someone else, like why can't you call someone, like call a spade a spade and also be that way too? Like why is it one or the other? Why is it we're hating on someone when – the things that are said. People didn't like Katie. I was literally everyone yeah. compared me to her. Yep. It's not it doesn't yeah. have to be one or the other. You can have an opinion and then also see yourself in a person and I think that we are very fair with the way that we break people down very and fair. and like give our opinions about them. So no, absolutely. I don't think that we were hating on her. No. And I also think that we hold everyone else To the same standard. To the same standard. It's just different because I'm directly related to the situation. So that's why some people are feeling some type of way. But if someone's actions directly affect you and you're just relaying someone's actions or you're just relaying a story and it sounds like it's talking shit, sometimes you just need to take a step back and think, is this person really talking shit or is the person that they're talking about just have shitty actions? Yeah. Because they're too are they're two very very different things so 
I just wanted to address that because when I ignored it the first time, they called me out immediately afterwards. So now here's my fucking answer because I, you said be real and I'm like, okay, challenge accepted (laughs) on the pod. Yeah. I mean, I think that we're very fair with who we talk about in a positive and negative light. Like a hundred percent. I literally ripped Carl apart last episode. Yep. I, like, I'm sorry. That was my opinion. I liked him in the beginning. If things change throughout the, the episodes. It's exactly. Not like a, it's not like a solidified opinion that can't change. Yeah. And no. I don't know. Maybe my opinion of Morgan will change. But like as of right now, and it's not a bad opinion. It's just that she clearly was the one who yeah. was like pushing for answers clearly sooner than sometimes Evan was able to give her. Plus, also, I think what people are forgetting, too, is like you guys, a lot of people that listen to this podcast, you guys know the outcome of what happened. Okay, Mm -hmm. you guys know you guys know Morgan's full story and how things ended with her and Evan in the real world. And yeah, she went through some shit. And I'm not going to lie. I've I have empathy for her knowing everything that she's been through. Mm -hmm. But we're not here to talk about what happened after the pod. We're here to recap the episodes of Temptation Island that aired on national television. Right. So all of that is kind of irrelevant right now. So you guys got to like forget about that. We're talking about what we're watching in the episodes. Period. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Like done. Um, okay. So now we're going to dive into the episode, but I wanted to say one last little disclaimer. Okay. So I have, for the most part, a very good relationship with production, the people that create Temptation Islands. I am very thankful for all the opportunities that they've presented me with. I mean, they've literally changed my life. Um, Temptation Island saved me from a really abusive situation. Like Mm -hmm. I really have like a lot of love and I never want to like out them in any way or step on their toes in any way because for real, like they've they've paid some of my bills. Okay. I'm very appreciative to them and I want to continue working with them down the road. However, this episode, I have some strong opinions. So Even though I have some strong opinions on production in this episode, I just want to say I'm still thankful to anyone that's listening to this. I know that you guys are just doing your job and that's that. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out because, mm-hmm. yeah, I got I got some strong opinions yeah. that are going to come out. Oh, yeah. When we recap my season, I have, I'm sure, the same yeah. opinions. Trust me. <laughs> okay. I just had to say that because I was like recapping today and I'm not going to lie. I was freaking heated. Okay. I was heated watching this episode and writing my notes. I literally went speed walking for an hour on Venice beach, like AirPods full blast the weekend hunting for pizza, like pissed. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Like I was like, yo, I got to get this shit out of my system. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Dude, heated. Okay. Now we're starting. Yes. Any final thoughts before we start? <laughs> Nope, I'm ready. Let's dive in. Let's let's do it. Um, I will say that I've been doing really well with all the episodes and stuff. My heart was definitely racing before this episode. As soon as I pressed play, my heart was pounding. My teeth yeah. were chattering. I was like, oh, shit. The anxiety is yeah, kicking in because I know really it's really picking up. Yeah, yeah, it's picking up. I this have episode- so many questions for you just like about this. You can ask <sighs> me literally episode. anything you want. Because, yeah, it's a lot. I've, like, this is the most notes I've ever written. I always have around, like, 60 to 70, like, bullet points. I have over 100 for this Oh, episode. my God. 
Oh no, like I have I have notes, dude. Wow. All right. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> um, okay, so the episode starts and oh yeah, last episode we left off on the cliffhanger, whether they were gonna hook up or not. Morgan yes. wanting to hook up with him, him saying that they can't. Mm-hmm. They wake up in bed together and we find out Morgan and Evan did not have sex. Right. I'm not going to lie. I'm genuinely confused by their entire conversation. They just seem like they're saying a whole lot of nothing, like going in circles when they're talking to each other on that like little couch downstairs. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I do feel like, and again, this is just based off of what we're seeing, but I feel like the conversations they have for the most part are very surface level. (laughs) And like you don't get much from it. And I think that's why I'm so confused where it's like they go in these confessionals and they like pour their heart out about one another, but they don't say it to each other. They're just like, I'm into you, girl. Yeah. I'm into you too. Like, should we take the next step? Let's take the next step. And then they go into confessional like, this is the love of my life. I'm going to marry her. She's (laughs) changed my world. She's rocked my world. I'm like, Say it to her. Like, it's just, like, very strange. (laughs) I will say, so all the people who think I'm a Morgan hater and an Evan hater, I will say I did hear that they definitely got edited a little bit like that and that they did have, like, deep conversations about life and family, like, off camera, and it just never got, like, put on the show. Yeah. So, see, I'm defending them right now, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I did hear that. Don't know if it's true, but that's what I heard. Okay. Um. One thing that he says that I'm just like this fucking guy, he says that he only has sex with people that are like his girlfriends. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, when? <laughs> like, what about all the what about all the people that aren't your girlfriend that you like are fucking all the time? <laughs> like, I'm just like gen- I'm genuinely curious when when was that? I mean, um, I feel like he probably had six girlfriends, so like, <laughs> dude. And then Morgan just keeps saying in her confessional over and over again, like, none of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you're right. None of this this makes sense. Like, that's where you need to stay at and, like, listen to your gut and just keep reminding yourself that Mm -hmm. none of this fucking makes sense. Right, right. Um, After that little conversation, they kind of hug it out. And that's kind of the end of that. So it's like he doesn't have sex with people that aren't his girlfriend. They hug it out. On to the next. Yep. Um, okay. So Tyler is talking to Shari and I thought Mm -hmm. he said some really cute things. She's like sitting on the, um, hammock, which I actually loved the hammock is right outside my bedroom. I like sat in there all the time. It was a vibe. Um, so Tyler's talking to Shari saying he would want to talk to all of our guys like personally and tell them that they are winning right now. And then I quoted him. He's been looking for girls with good hearts and they have that, like, why are you questioning it? Wow. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Right. And that was like such a theme, like on our season, like all the guys kept saying that they were like, you guys are just like some real, like yeah, amazing girls. And like, what's wrong with your men? Like, why yeah. would any of them bring you here? <laughs> See, I think that without getting into too much detail, that was like the opposite of how the guys felt for like my season. I think they were mad. We were really good people. And they were like, what are these girls going to do something? Dang. (laughs) It was the opposite. It's like they, the guys on our season, they thought we were going to be just these like crazy wild, like let's have sex on TV, get drunk, wasted, like be crazy. And then they got there and met us and they're like, wow, like these girls are like people you wife up (laughs) like these are like good girls 
you would you would want that like like um reaction and yeah. that like expectation but i think it was just like they were upset we weren't they were surprised it wasn't what they were expecting they were upset they couldn't tempt us (laughs) i'm so dead okay so now let's talk let's chat about this (laughs) me and matt talk dude so first off my red lipstick fun fact they after that little scene was filmed they literally production took me aside and they were like you need to go take off the red lipstick and put on pink lipstick like they wow. made me take that lipstick off Why, because they were though? like no i think it, it just wasn't it i just think it didn't look good and i agree mm-hmm. like i never wear red lipstick and i was just bored that morning so i was like oh i'm gonna try something yeah. and then they literally were like no like it doesn't it's not your look like they're like we, i yeah. think they also had a very like america's sweetheart like girl next door like look that they were going mm. for because there were even outfits that i would wear that were like edgier and they were like changing to a dress wow well you wore the skull necklace that one night i did and i'm, I sh- like, I'm shocked wow. i got away with that <laughs> yeah it's actually funny because i always wore like a very very nude uh-huh like very nude lipstick and they would always be like you need to add pink to it you have to add color like it just blends in with your face and I would be like no and like honestly I I would thought it looked fine but also they would tell me sometimes that like my eyebrows look too dark and they'd be like you need to go like fix your eyebrows because they look too like dark and penciled in and I was like yeah okay See, and I think on camera, but I actually agree with them. That lipstick was not, I shouldn't have put that on. I was just bored Mm. that morning. But yeah, fun fact. They literally immediately after that whole scene, they were like, you need to go fix your face (laughs) like right now. (laughs) So Matt's talking to me and this is, remember in the episode that I recapped where you were asking about Matt and I said, he just talks about himself. Yeah. He's literally doing that in this scene. And you're just like so checked out. You're like, I was full blown dissociating. Full blown. You're like, I don't give a damn at all. You know what? What I will say though, I feel like he said his technique at first was to just like play it cool or whatever. And now he needs to be more aggressive. Again, he uses the word aggressive. And that's where I'm like, I don't think he meant it in like a mean way, like a malicious way. It's just, He's not using the right word, so it comes mm-hmm. off. Like anytime you use the word aggressive, yeah, it, it has like a negative like connotation. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's like he needs to just choose his words a little better. And oh, not, you know what I mean? I yeah. Know. And I'm in the confessional and I basically say like, I think he's going to freak out if he doesn't get a date soon. I feel really bad. And I genuinely did because I could tell he was really trying to like spend time with me. And I didn't watching it back. The first time was bad. Watching it the second time was bad. I didn't realize how I I'm full blown dissociating like a hundred percent. Like I'm not listening to a word that this man's saying. (laughs) I feel so bad because that's so rude. But I genuinely it was just he just was talking about himself forever. And I was just zoning out. Yeah. And um. I love how at the end, after he's finally done talking, all I say was like, I'm glad you told me. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, literally like, all I said. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. So then I say, oh, my God. I was like, what is happening? What are those? And Cameron waltzes up with the freaking largest 
floral arrangement I've ever received and seen in my life. It was freaking TV does not do it justice. Mm -hmm. It was like this guy spent bread. Like he spent bread on this edible arrangement. (laughs) He also, you didn't see this on camera. He also got me, um, chocolate covered strawberries and champagne. What the hell? Yeah, dude, which like I'm not really a dessert or an alcohol person, but those are the two things that I'm just like I go crazy for, like obsessed with champagne, obsessed mm-hmm. with dark chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. I was shook. I just like I think that's why I kept saying I was like, shut up. Like I just couldn't believe it because yeah. I had not received anything like mm-hmm. this in like ever. Right. So like now, did you and Cameron like talk prior, not like about the flowers and all that, but like yeah. have conversations and like had gotten to know each other a little or was that like you think him trying to like all right I really got to bring out the big guns and like no so someone to notice me no he actually so this is why like we'll talk about it when we have the elimination ceremony this is like why I struggled so much he actually like the day or two before that he had been really going out of his way to spend time with me like to pull me aside talk to me at the time like I own my own business um called bossy and he was asking me all about it like he we were giving each other like business advice like he's asking about what I want to do after the island I mean he was like really like invested I guess as invested as you could be on that island and in that environment right and then he got me those flowers and yeah it was crazy I I kept those flowers the whole show in my bedroom yeah in my bedroom I had you don't really see it in the show much but I had like a vanity and like a built-in like um wardrobe okay and on the vanity I kept the flowers for the entire time like when I left the mountain villa they were still there when we left from filming (laughs) I know That's they were adorable. so nice. Well, poor Matt's just looking awkward as ever, just <laughs> sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Like, uh, and then my favorite part, Casey, is that you deadass used that as like a way out. Like, I did. Right, I, <laughs> I was like, I literally was like me walking around showing my flowers off to everyone. I was like, hey, you guys came and got me flowers. It was the best out ever because I was dying in that conversation. Well, literally, you can tell you just were like, all right. It was the well, best. I mean, yeah, solid way out. <laughs> he saved me. Cameron saved the day. Um, oh and then Matt in the confessional, he's like, I like to pick flowers and make a bouquet myself. Yeah. I was like, like okay. Right. Well, I you're take- on an island with plenty. So where's my bouquet? <laughs> I know, right? Um. Okay. So that whole scene was just really funny. But now we're elimination day. Yes. And we have to send two people home. So... Yep. We're at the beach villa and Mm -hmm. they're going to do it first. John in his confessional, he's like pretty adamant. He's done with Hannah. And then he says, he drops kind of a bomb. She has characteristics that Katie has that he doesn't like. And one of his examples is the short temper. Yeah. What are your, any thoughts on that? You can see it. They both go back and forth. Like not only to one another, but like in the confessional, like they just both want nothing to do with one another so they're not vibing I mean I could see it and I feel like it also came out of left field because I understand and I really actually do understand where she was coming from last episode where she was like you literally are using us yeah for when you know when or if Katie does something but like also why are you like that upset like the girl that is most interested in him isn't feeling that way even the second girl that's 
most interested yeah. in him isn't feeling that way. It's like, why are you so upset? You know, drama oh, yeah. and about her though. Like, I don't, I forget exactly how old she was, but she was one of the youngest people on the whole show. I think she was like 21. So that kind of gives you like a little bit of perspective. Like she's super young and just drama. Yeah. Um, so the three people that they, that the guys choose are Hannah, Tara and Sheldon and Hannah, she kind of proves him right. She immediately calls him out in front of everyone and she says, she's sorry. He's intimidated. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like how she called him out like that. It was Mm -mm. like not good vibes. I said after that attitude, I would send your ass home too. Send your ass home. Mm-hmm. Like that like, is not cute. That's some like entitled, like yes. you think your shit don't stink type attitude. Like Entitled. Entitled is the perfect word for how she yeah. acted right then. Yeah. Javen's back in his spectacles. <laughs> I got to know where he got those from. Like I really I do. Know. Like did he bring them? Did he get them from someone? He right. always wears them in, in, in elimination yeah. ceremonies. <laughs> he has such good style though. He really does. Yeah, totally. Okay. Tara wishes that she would have given more of herself. Mm. And I kind of see what she means. Like she's a great girl. She's beautiful. She has a good personality, but she just kind of like disappeared into the background a lot. I think that she definitely was like the sh- one of the shyer yeah, girls 100%. in the house compared to everyone else. Because like you do see a lot of very like um, – There's big I, personalities I in the uh, house. Yeah, like what's another word for like aggressive but that's not so negative? Like aggressive personalities, like big personalities I guess. Big personalities. Strong personalities. Strong. strong. That's a good word. Strong, strong personalities. Because like I'm not trying to say in a mean way. I'm really not. But there yeah. are a lot of strong personalities and I think and that – getting lost in that. Yes. So they keep Hannah and honestly, I'm going to call out production right now. I think they kept her for the drama. I don't think they actually wanted her. Yeah. It it shocked me. It it shocked me a lot. And I was very curious why they would keep her because John said something like, yeah, the other guys didn't have a problem with her. Okay. But they also don't want anything to do with her so why keep her then you know you exactly. the other exactly. guys have problems with Sheldon or Tara no probably so, not yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm calling out production I think she brought some drama and some like spice and they were like yes we need to keep her in for that yeah. purpose only so well, Hannah thinks John is on a power trip mm-hmm. and she says that she wants a genuine connection uh, John opens up to Catherine about the Hannah situation. And, he, um, she even admits Catherine admits that the way Hannah talks to him makes her uncomfortable. And he again, compares it to the way Katie speaks to him, but he actually thinks Hannah is worse than Katie. Wow. Yikes. That's a big statement. I don't know about all that. Like, I, I don't really, know. Part of me genuinely agreed with some of the stuff Hannah said last episode. Yeah. Like I thought she raised some really good points. I think the way that she acted at elimination was like a little crazy, especially if you are there kind of fighting for your spot, like to go off on one of the guys is like very like you're I you're think, playing with fire. Yeah. But I don't I don't think that she was like I don't know, that bad. I think that she has some good points. I don't think she goes about expressing her po- her points in the best mm-hmm. way. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So anything else to say on that before we head over to Mountain Villa eliminations? Uh, not really. I mean, she, I, you know what? Actually, I will say this because I think, I think we'll play devil's advocate here. We love she, that. And I want to know your opinion. So she says a comment that says, John doesn't really have power at home. So when he gets it here, he uses it. Did you agree with that? Because I honestly kind of think in a less like malicious and vicious way, I actually kind of see that as well. I feel like he is starting to get that um, cocky attitude. And I went from, wow, this sweet teddy bear. And I think I said this last episode, like, you know, Mm -hmm. this guy is so nice and sweet and all this stuff to kind of the way that he was talking to Catherine on that like patio date, the balcony date or whatever. Like I do think that we are starting to see a different side of him where maybe he's not as innocent as he seems. Yeah. So I'm like low key again, do I agree with what she said? I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of agree too. And I also think what's happening with John editing wise, I think kind of happened with me editing wise any of our bad moments that would have taken away from our like innocent America's sweetheart energy, they edited out. That's, you know what I mean? They did that with Corey too. (laughs) So I think that's kind of happening there because like, for example, when they edited out my entire fight with Mark, that would totally go against my, my character that they were creating. I think it's the same thing is happening with John. I think there's times where he's getting like a little spicy maybe, and maybe not so innocent and it's getting edited Mm -hmm. out, but we're, we're seeing little glimpses of it here and there. And maybe that's why Hannah is having such a strong reaction because she's, Mm -hmm. she lived with him in the house. Like she saw a different side. Yeah. Okay. Cause she has a strong opinion. So it it has to come from somewhere. And I think what happened with, Corey was that they wanted to show him getting his confidence. So it was kind of the yeah. opposite. They wanted it to be like he was like having this turnaround, great experience, yeah. like super happy, like blah, blah, blah type vibe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a hundred percent. Editing is just like one of those things where it's just like you never know. But I still think at the end of the day, we've talked about this in the past. At the end of the day, who you are is that comes to the forefront, you know, like it may not be like perfect or exactly on point because there's so many facets of like you as a person. But I think whatever ends up on TV is the majority of who you are. Yeah. Okay. So we're at the mountain villa and we're sitting up there and Mark lets us know we got to send two guys home. All of our faces are like, what the hell? Matt's a goner, straight up. <laughs> I already knew Matt was a goner. Right. So we like we bring um I bring all over the girls. I love how I just like kind of take over the conversation. I'm like, obviously Matt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> obviously Matt. And then Katie, she's so on brand. She wants to keep Jack because he has a hot body. Literally, I <laughs> love that. We got to keep Jack because he's got a hot body. Like, oh it's like my that gosh. Eye candy. None of us are like romantically connected to him, but she needs the six pack in the house. <sighs> and then, by the way, do you notice my lipstick is off and it's back to pink? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's gone. Wow. Um. 
Okay, so I kind of got chosen as the spokesperson for this whole elimination because I legitimately, and I talk about it in my confessional, I felt like an asshole that we decided to send Cameron home Mm -hmm. after he literally just, when I tell you this floral arrangement cost bread, like I'm not exaggerating, and then the strawberries and champagne, I'm like, this guy just spent a lot of money on me. And then I'm just like, peace like right. you're out like I was like okay I need to be the person to let this let this happen because I right. didn't want to send him home so I just let the guys know obviously you all know I'm really struggling and I real love for all of you and this is a really hard decision and we pick Matt and Cameron and Scott as the three people mm-hmm. and we save Scott yes so why did you save Scott that's number one mm-hmm. and number two you later go to say that, you know, all the girls kind of wanted Cameron to go, which is why you agreed to it. Like, was yeah. that true or was that just to like save face? Like, did you no. actually like? No, that was true. So this is okay. kind of what happened. This is like behind the scenes stuff. So obviously, Matt, I mean, it's a no brainer why we let him go. <laughs> so the reason why Cameron and why it was so hard for me and why I wanted to be the spokesperson is because all three of the other girls, they made pretty good points. I just told you that Cameron, he was really going out of his way to spend time with me and get to know me and talk about my business and my family and like life back off the island and like in LA, like he was really going above and beyond to get to know me. He was not giving any of the girls really like the time of day at all. Like wasn't really even like talking to them nothing so all three of them were like Casey like he literally hasn't even like tried to like get to know us at all whatsoever like you're super invested in Evan like we don't want him to like take up a spot here right right and I couldn't disagree and that's literally what I said I was like I basically feel like the biggest asshole known to mankind and the other girls just weren't feeling him and I'm still in love with Evan so like it is what it is but I genuinely I felt when I said I felt like the biggest asshole known to mankind I really was like shit (laughs) Dude, they're hard. The eliminations are so hard because it's like you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And unfortunately, a lot of the times you end up eliminating people who you had just had conversations with. Like it's so awkward. You know, the what I timing mean? could not have been worse. It was literally 30 minutes before he got me those flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Or like after like a date with someone and you eliminate them. But it's yeah. like, sorry. All bad. I did like, though, because the girls knew how uncomfortable I was with it. I did like that Katie said I did good and, like, handled it with class. Yeah, you did. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, not not fun. (laughs) So now let's talk about Hannah and Britt. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So they're talking about John. Britt, Uh Britt tells Hannah she's a hot mess. Yeah. She says, relax and have some compassion. She calls her out and tell her she's really surprised by how much attention and energy she's giving John. And I'm sorry. I know you've kind of been defending Hannah and I'm here for it. But like, I agree with Brittany. It's a lot of attention and energy towards John. And it's kind of weird. I agree with Hannah. Straight up. This is where we're going to disagree. I'm See, we're you. disagreeing, everyone. Straight <laughs> up. I did not like Britt's attitude. Really, I did not. And and maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> she, maybe it's getting annoying because she probably is talking about it a lot. Yeah. But I could not imagine, like, going to a friend trying to, like, confide in them and her just absolutely, like, bashing me. Like, I yeah. don't know. 
she for did being as much as like a yogi like therapeutic like nice person she presents herself to be mm-hmm. I don't know she had a lot of attitude towards Hannah like she was not being <laughs> compassionate <laughs> she we definitely saw a different side of Brittany I was like <laughs> damn like talk about not sugarcoating like she really was just like I'm not a fan of you I'm not a fan of your energy not a fan of you hot mess so I don't know yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of agree with Brittany. I wow. do. I know. I do. Listen, <laughs> it's important to protect your energy. I totally get that. So it's like I, I could see where Brit's like over it. Yeah. But I don't know. I she could have been nicer like... the way that she said it. Yeah. And then she literally goes, well, I'm going to move. And <laughs> you're welcome to join me if you want. I would be like, oh. Like as if as if like the conversation couldn't have gotten worse. She literally got up and moved away from the bitch. <laughs> I'm done. See, I love I just love that we're disagreeing like right after we got called out for always agreeing because these are what my notes say. I said Britt feels empathy for John's situation and understands how hard it would be to have a bunch of girls constantly telling you your girlfriend is an asshole. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that would yeah. suck. Okay. Yeah. So I agreed with that. And then Britt thinks Hannah has caused a ton of drama. I literally wrote, I was like, I love Britney right now. Okay, <laughs> I wow, said, wow. We like really disagree. Yeah. I said she calls her vicious, which like that is a strong word. That part I don't agree. That's a like, dude, she's not vicious. Okay. She mm-hmm. was like kind of an asshole in the elimination ceremony, but vicious, like that's a little that, strong. I think that the girls now are taking the word vicious and running with it. Like yeah. someone must have said it in the house. And now it's like one of those things they keep yeah. using. But like my question is like Hannah raises a good point. That mm-hmm. he's using the girls when Katie possibly cheats. I don't understand, and I'm like really being serious, how none of the other girls agree with her. Am I nuts here? I really full heartedly, other than Hannah having a poor ass attitude and being like seeming a little entitled, I won't say being, I'll say seeming a little entitled. Yeah. I actually agree with her. I think that maybe those aren't his actual intentions and he just sucks at wording it, which we know is so true on temptation Island. It happens all the time, but like, I'm confused. If I were the other girls, I would be right there with her. I would be like, wait, she's making a really good point. Like, why are we all not pissed off at him? He's literally saying like, yeah, I don't know. This is the, this is the vibe that I'm getting. And I don't know. I genuinely don't know the facts of what happened with this scenario. But the vibe that I'm getting is, yeah, what John is saying kind of sucks, okay? It does. It's not ideal. But at the same time, it's his experience and it's his relationship. And he just – he doesn't want to be involved with other girls, you know? And it is what it is. And it kind of seems like Hannah is just beating a dead horse. And they're all stuck in a house 24 hours a day with Hannah beating a dead horse. And it's just they're over it. I think Mm. everyone's just over it. It's like, let John be John. Like, yeah, it's annoying. And like, we don't understand it, but it's like, it's his life, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And if you don't, and if you don't want to be involved in it, don't be involved in it. And I think that's why I agree with Brittany in this point, because it's like, you're really giving him like so much energy. It's like, dude, like he's not even into you like that. Right. Why is he consuming your life? Right. And that's where I do agree where it's like, she, 
I don't think they have like a close enough relationship where she should even care to the extent she does. Exactly. I don't think he was ever going to hook up with her regardless. Exactly. But, I, but that being said, I do also see where she's coming from. I just don't know why the other girls closer to him don't feel the same way because it's very apparent. That's what he said. I think maybe they think it, but it's just not worth the energy to say it. And Hannah's just a little spitfire, so she's the one that's <laughs> going to say it, you know? Yeah, okay. And then my last thing, <laughs> I just, me and you were not on the same page with this. I literally wrote, quote, I love how she was like, I'm going to go over there now and you're free to join if you like, but obviously doesn't want her to join. <laughs> the ultimate slap in the face. And you can join if you want. She's uh, like, but like, actually, please, God, don't. <laughs> like, But really don't. Like anyone who ends it with like, if you want, is like, I don't want you to. That means like, no. That no. means please yeah. don't come over here. <laughs> and then Hannah in the confessional, just all of a sudden, she's backtracking. It was a miscommunication mm-hmm. and she wants peace in the house. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like I'm getting real defensive over Hannah right now, but the way that she actually handled it is quite opposite of how I'm feeling. Like she took what Brit had to say and actually like was like, all right, yeah, like I, I low key might have been a little dramatic or whatever, which is shows a sign of maturity. I will say, cause yeah, if a girl talked to me like that, the way Brittany did, I don't, I don't know if I would have handled it as well as Hannah did. Like Hannah, I was ready for a fight and Hannah was just like, took it with a grain of salt and was like, oh, it's a miscommunication. I want peace in yeah. the house. Like I didn't see that coming. That came out I of don't, my field. Yeah. Well, cause I don't think, like, I wonder how close Hannah and Britt were before, because I don't think Hannah like saw that response, response coming. No. Cause the I way think that she was she reacted, really surprised. Yeah. She was very surprised. And that's where I'm like, I wonder if they were that close because it's like, if you feel safe and comfortable with someone and then you're kind of blindsided, yeah, like you're like, whoa. And that's where it's like, I, I just wish we knew the, the more gritty, right? nitty details. I know. Because it kind of seemed to me like Hannah went over there to like talk shit about John and was like ready to like, you know, like be with her friend. Like, oh my God, like what happened with John? And then like Brittany was like, yo, you're yeah. a Dude, you <laughs> No, because, like, you really can't trust anyone nowadays. You like, really, really you can't. Even your friends, you're like, I, you're about to embarrass me on national television. You right? Dick. Crazy. Yeah, not like, a good we were vibe. We making plans to visit each other when this shit aired, and now you're <laughs> So wild. I'm dead. Wow. Uh, okay. So Evan is sitting down with Catherine. He's uh-huh. opening up about how he didn't think any of this would ever happen. He thought he would resist temptation. Catherine thinks that he's falling in love, and he says, I've never been one to fall fast at all. Let's discuss that Dude, statement. I have so many <laughs> thoughts. Like, you've dated one person for years. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't be able to fall fast. Like, I just – some of the things he says are ridiculous. Plus, this is, like, fun fact, okay, because, like, me and him were on and off for five years, okay? So I've experienced – and, like, I knew of him in high school, okay? Um, like his high school sweetheart and my high school sweetheart. This is actually, I've never said this publicly. This is a very crazy situation. Oh God. So his high school sweetheart and my high school sweetheart were like guy and girl best friends. And they ended up cheating on me and Evan with each other and got together. Wow. Before me and Evan even knew each other. Okay. So like, yeah, like weird Calabasas, small town shit. Okay. 
So like I knew of him in high school and I knew like through Facebook, like different people he dated. And then like throughout college, like me and him were on and off. He dated other girls. He is notorious for falling fast and hard. Even with me, like I met him, like I, I like sent him like a Facebook message officially. And like, he immediately was like begging for my phone number, telling me he wants to fall in love with me. Like the same thing. Okay. He's notorious for this shit. His like girlfriend at USC, same thing, met her immediately was like, I'm in love with you. Like you're my wife. Like Like, this is what he does. (laughs) When he's saying this to you and I'll say you guys for anyone listening, if anyone wants to respond, (laughs) who's been a part of this, like when he's saying this to you guys, is he spending time with you? Is he like putting in the work? Is he Like, are his actions also meeting his words, but he's just like a like habitual cheater or like, I'm confused. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just genuinely like, are we talking about like Evan specifically? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to know. No, I I I will say this is the thing. Like Evan's like game when he first meets a girl and wants a girl, it's strong. Like he, he's extremely charming. He says all the right things. He texts you all day, responds immediately. Like he is very like, he has his eye on you. He knows what he wants and he's going to make it happen. And then once you're like fully wrapped up in it and think Mm -hmm. like you're his whole world, that's when like he starts slipping up and then he does this. It turns into a cycle. He starts slipping up and you're like kind of done. And as soon as you're done, he starts boom, charming the fuck out of you again and changing all of his actions back to perfection. And like is this the perfect like, boyfriend. Like this was like he was visiting you or you were visiting him or were you living together? Like, uh. oh, yeah. Like literally like like he used to like at USC while he was like with other girls and I thought I was the only one. He's like riding me around campus and I'm sitting on his like the the handlebars of his bike. Okay. Like, like shit out of a movie. No, this this is reminding me so much of my (laughs) ex-boyfriend from college too. Yeah. Like literally I would like go to parties and like, there'd be like a line of girls that he had like hooked up with like Mm -hmm. the week before. And they're just like watching me look like a dumbass, And I had no idea. Like, I'm like, people are sick. People are sick fucks. (laughs) Dude. Like this is, I'm friends with this girl now. Like I actually literally just talked to her like a couple days ago. She, so back in the day at USC, um, she actually, we got into like a Facebook message thing. She like came for me. Okay. Cause wow. she was one of the people that he had been like dating. And then I didn't know cause I didn't go to USC. So I had no idea. And she literally said, she was like, you're notorious at USC. You ruin all of Evan's relationships. Like everyone knows about you. Like I was just literally like that girl that like every all the girls at USC knew about because like Evan was like always with me and he had other relationships that I did not know about. Yeah. So I just looked like like an asshole. I'm I'm picking him up from like frat party. Exactly. I was the OG. You guys are all the new people and I have no idea that like this is like a thing. I'm telling you, I'll never forget. This girl pulled me aside at a party once and was like, I'm not going to say his name, but they were like, you know, so-and-so he told me you guys were broken up. Like she's showing me messages of these horrible, like I'm saying horrible. I can't even say out loud things that she was saying about me to this girl. Yeah. Coming from my character, 
like saying I was all, all this like terrible things. And I'm looking at her like, we're literally still dating. Like I'm so confused. And she was like, I know. And I'm, I'm sorry because I didn't know you were. And he literally is lying on your name to a bunch of people saying terrible things. And I'm just like, for real, like why? Like what did I do to you? I know. If you want to cheat on me, do it peacefully. You don't yeah. want to drag my name because you want to cheat and have people feel bad for you. Like I'm confused. Well, this is this is like, the thing. I'm not the- getting a lot of people thought I was like a bad person based off of the lies he would say about me. Like, well, they they do that on purpose, Aaron. The like he would do that. Like he would tell like the, all the girls at USC like crazy shit about me, and then he would tell uh-huh. me crazy shit about them. Yes. And the reason why they do that is because it's like when I like thought of these girls, I was never threatened or felt any type of way and never felt like reaching out because I was like, Oh, like they're crazy. Like they're not worth my time. So that way, none of, none of us talk to each other. He he does it on purpose to keep us all isolated and not finding out the truth. Absolutely. And I'll never forget. I was so thankful when she pulled me up, we went to upstairs in an attic and she told me everything and she felt so bad. And I really like, I thanked her. Yeah. Because that's how I am. I'm not going to get mad at you. If you didn't know, like, it's not your fault. Like, some people are seriously psychos. Like, they're compulsive liars, habitual liars, habitual cheaters. Like, that's like. No, there was like two main girls at USC that, like, I always had to deal with during that first five years. And Mm -hmm. after I found out the truth, after after TI and I found out everything, I reached out to both of them. And I, not only did I apologize, but like, I also like thanked them for telling me everything after that. And we talked for like, we talked for days, just like everything. And we apologized to each other. And like, yeah, it was like a real, like wild moment. Cause it had been like enemies, the three of us for like years. Okay. He was plotting. He was plotting. And then he also <laughs> says he's very guarded and very closed off, which I'm just like, bitch win. <laughs> like, you know, you get around with like half of LA. Like, I don't understand what you mean. Very guarded and very closed off. Like, that's insane to me. Dude, I just don't understand because I really think this and I watched this episode with my mans uh-huh. and you know, he doesn't, he's never seen the show and he's never watched my season. I don't want him I to. I love that. Yes. He goes in with a very, he doesn't know anyone on the show. He doesn't yeah. even know you. He knows of you and he, you guys have met through this, but like, yeah, he still doesn't have, he knows nothing about the situation, whatever. Yeah. He literally, like we were talking, like the way that Evan talks, like, to Morgan and the way he's trying to pick up her and girls. I don't understand, Casey. I don't understand how this man was such a player. He must be a fucking text warrior or whatever they're called, like a keyboard warrior and spit all this game because in person, it comes off so like creepy. Like he's like, what do you say? Girl, get your fucking ass over here or something. Like why he did he I quoted so- that too? <laughs> But it's not even in like a sexy or like seductive way. Like me and my anonymous mans, we were cringing. We were literally cringing. Okay. So I'm going to make a big statement right now. And I think I have it in my notes later, but this is, it's going to make a lot of sense to you as soon as I say this. Okay. And this is like, no, I don't want this to be, again, I don't want this to be like Morgan hate or anyone that he 
Evan's currently dating or into, I don't even know if he is, but like anyone that's ever talked to him, this is no hate to anyone that's uh-huh. dated him or anything. I mean, I was with the fucking idiot for goddamn a decade. Okay. Right. Right. But this is the thing you guys, and I own it. I'm extremely self-aware now. And I can say this with like confidence. I was an extremely, extremely broken, insecure, mean girl with no standards, no morals, like broken. Okay. So that is why I was attracted to Evan and I didn't find his behavior cringy and I found it charming because I was a broken, insecure, hot mess of an individual. And the only people that fall for Evan's shit are hot mess, broken individuals. Okay. My impression wasn't like that you had fallen for this. I I did in the, in the past. Okay. I did. That's how I got wrapped up in it. But I think like for for me watching it, I think like, okay, he hasn't. And it's weird because now I know some of the stuff you've told me and about how he's always literally cheating and talking to a bunch of people. But it's like, when I watch it, my, my opinion is, or like my assumption, that's the right word, is that he's been so far removed from the game because he's been dating you for so long that he doesn't mm-hmm. know how to spit game with other girls and it comes off awkward and creepy. That's where I'm like, I don't understand how, like, no, like it's weird because obviously you can text a certain way and be so confident and all this stuff. But like, I just could not like, it's, it's his delivery too. And I seriously, and this is no disrespect or this is not trying to come for Morgan either, but I think he's almost intimidated by her and doesn't yeah. know how to talk to her because he's like scared. No, it, dude, it that's just how comes off weird. His delivery that's how is he weird. is. That's how he is. And it's just, and then the thing is, is he like isolates you. And when it's one-on-one alone with you and he's comfortable, I will say, I don't think he's comfortable in front of cameras also because he's That's, lying. He's right. lying so much and he knows that he's lying. So I think it, it's coming off uncomfortable. But when you're one-on-one with him, I mean, I can even admit this, like he's very funny. He'll make you laugh. He says ex- all the right things. Like okay. he's very charming. He's like very like sexual like oh. he's yeah like he has a lot going for him when it's like one-on-one and there's no cameras around I will say that yeah and I, the cameras do he's definitely right. uncomfortable with the cameras yeah I 100%. mean and that happens that happens I feel like we all are at one point especially when the pressure's on you too it's like you know plus I, he's, so- li- he's living a full-blown double life and it's like he's lying on national television and he knows he is so that's the other thing so he's obviously super cringe right okay we went off on a freaking tangent <laughs> so we did. We did. So then Evan, he then ends this conversation just saying this experiment is doing something to him and he's really scared. And that's how that conversation ends. And then we go over to the Mountain Villa. Uh So Mountain Villa, we're at our dining room table. We're playing Never Have I Ever game. And then I just shout to the whole freaking table. I've had sex in public all the time. Having sex in public all the time. Dude, I'm going to like own it right now. I have tainted the city of Calabasas. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. The city of Calabasas. I mean, like, 
the Commons parking lot, Edwards Theater, Sagebrush Cantina, Sagebrush Cantina parking lot, sushi parking lots, fast food restaurants, parks. I mean, Calabasas has been tainted by Casey Brand Campbell. I don't understand movie theaters. I don't understand it. I'm too scared. I mean, I'm too much of like Movie theater bathrooms. Oh, my. Everywhere. Good for you. I'm telling you, small t- it's small town things. There's nothing to do in Calabasas when you're young. Mm. There's nothing. Okay. There's one movie theater. There's parks. Wow. Like we're like 40 minutes from LA. We don't, we're not 21 yet. Like there's nothing to do in Calabasas except go to have movies sex. and have sex all over the city. Literally every car I've ever owned, every car my mom and dad have owned. I mean, like everywhere all the time. Oh my God. Shout out to mom and dad. No, dude, they know. My parents aren't idiots. They are not idiots, especially my mom. She knows my shenanigans. Good for you. Uh, yeah, dude. So, no, I wasn't lying. I just can't believe it. That's the thing. We would play so many games at that table. Like, we would play poker and never have I ever. And you forget that you're on TV. And I'm just, like, shouting that to everyone. Shari yeah. was, like, cracking up because she was like, me too. Like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, my gosh. I wish we had cards. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we had cards. Yeah, I learned how to play poker. It was really fun, actually. Oh. I even had a note. The amount of games we would play at that table. Oh. Okay, so Johnny and Katie, mm-hmm. let's dive into them. Yeah. Johnny says he feels like he's in the twilight zone. They go to her room. Mm-hmm. He low-key calls himself her perfect match. Yeah, and he was saying a lot of things. Cocky things. Like I didn't he, like any of this. Yeah, he's like, I think we feel the same way about one another. It would be hard for another guy to match the level of chemistry we have. Yeah, Yep, that other guys can't reach his level. Katie's agreeing with every yeah. single thing that's coming out of his mouth. And mm-hmm. he's super happy that she's in his life. Yeah. They also have no regrets. Katie doesn't want to hurt anyone. He really wants to kiss her. And Katie starts getting really emotional. Yeah. She said some things that actually like I could resonate with. And it Same. made me a little upset. Because Same. people don't understand – Like, number one, the things that happen behind closed doors, like, someone can present themselves. I mean, hello, Evan 101, someone can present themselves in such a short little time as the perfect person, especially if they're dating someone who has a more aggressive, strong personality. It's always the bold ones whose partners that are like a little more submissive, it comes off a certain way. It always does. It always does. And it's unfortunate. And I feel like when she said, everyone tells me that John's um, this great person. I know he's a good guy, but I can't help what I feel like. She said something like that. I don't know if you have the direct quote. I I have it. And it actually, it made me sad too, because Uh I, I've, I've dated someone and I've, I know how this feels. She knows she's super lucky with John, but she can't help the way she feels. She feels like something is missing. And that is the worst feeling when you know when you're with a good person that really cares mm-hmm. about you, but you just know it's not right. And when everyone's telling you, yeah, such a good person, yeah, you know, that is just that's hard. It's hard because you don't know why you're feeling that way. Yeah, but something is missing. And I do think that is why Katie came to the island. And I think she got a lot of heat for it, but she's being real and raw. And, and oh, yeah. you actually see that with her. Like, the one you thing do. about Katie is that, like, 
she's herself through and through. Like, she don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about the cameras, who's watching, what she says. Like, she is living for the experience in the moment, and we cannot fault her for that. No. And actually, one thing about her, because her and Evan got compared to each other a lot because she was, like, the villain in the mountain villa, and he was, like, the Uh villain in the beach villa. The two people that were, I guess, doing the most, like, quote-unquote cheating, even though he definitely did a lot more than she did. Right. But one thing I will say, like, when Evan – and he gets more emotional later in the season but when evan is saying that he feels guilty and stuff it never comes off genuine to me yeah with katie like she you can tell she's like hurting inside like she is emotional and really feeling this you know like it doesn't seem fake or forced at all now when it aired did people accuse her of faking it i don't think so i don't think so but a lot of people did not like her like she was definitely the villain A hundred percent. Okay. So she asks Johnny to stay in bed with her. Uh-huh. And then they like kind of hop into bed and we don't really know what happens. I know. I know like, what happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. No, they literally just slept. They, um, I think they like maybe kissed a little bit, but no, uh-huh. nothing happened that time. Everyone was like, oh my God, like Katie had sex with, no, she didn't. They literally uh-huh. did nothing. Uh-huh. So Shari and Justin are sitting by the pool and I will say Shari's body language. She's like leaning back in the chair. She seems very comfortable. She's a very different Shari that we've seen different throughout this season. Shari, definitely. Right? Dude, it was nice. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what this man was saying. Like <laughs> I didn't well, really I, either. I was really turning up my, my volume. Like I couldn't understand him. I got some of it, but I think he was saying a whole lot of nothing. This is what I wrote for their whole. I understand him. Yeah. This is what I wrote for their whole conversation. Shari opens up to Justin about how she's a go-getter because she couldn't depend on her parents. She can't. Yeah. She connects with Justin because they're both straight shooters. She seems very comfortable with him chatting by the pool. She thinks he has a good heart. He says he doesn't want to fall in love with someone not on his level. She thinks they both have the alpha mentality and they understand each other on a different level. And she even says it's pretty trippy and Mm -hmm. she's really surprised by how much like self-growth that she has. Yeah. So I think she really said the most and he was just kind of like going along with what she was saying for the most part. Right? Yeah. He was like mumbling or something. I don't know. I really couldn't understand. Yeah, I I liked what she said. And I think it's good that she's opening up like you can tell right her body language, everything demeanor, it's changing and everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in a very in a very good way. I was pleasantly surprised like I she was opening up a lot and you could just tell just by her body language. She's so much more comfortable than she's been the whole time. Right. So me and Tyler were talking over by my bedroom, our little hammock area. Mm -hmm. And this like fun fact, me and Tyler we had tons of deep combos like this. Like I would just like find him in the house whenever I needed to be like grounded and like get some good advice. And he would just like set it to me straight. Like me and him always talked like this. So I thought it was kind of cool that like some of it got aired because this was like a regular thing with me and him. Like we just, he helped me a lot in that house. Like out of all the guys, I don't think I would have survived without Val or Tyler. Those two, those two were like my, they kept me sane. Oh, I say that I wanted to find a connection in this experience, but I didn't realize how in love with Evan I was. Mm-hmm. Let's discuss. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, 
I mean, I just don't. See. This is this is the thing. I just think because I think back to what I was like then. I just, I really don't think I was in love with him. I think I'm a very, and I even say it later in here, I'm a very like stubborn, strong-willed person. And I think what it was is I had been trying to leave Evan for so long and he had convinced me that he changed. Yeah. For real? Yeah, oh like a year, a year before this. Yeah, I, I talk about this in my YouTube videos. I love that you've never watched the YouTube videos, so you don't even know what I'm talking about. But yeah, okay, like a now, year before. Now I feel like I should. I feel like a <laughs> There's a lot of info in there. Oh, like, uh. But yeah, like basically a year before TI, I caught him doing some shady stuff and I gave him an ultimatum. I actually broke up with him. I told him to get out of the house. I wanted nothing to do with him. And he had a full blown breakdown and like begged for me and was like, I'm going to change. And like, he, he, I laid it out to him. I was like, you need to do A, B, C, D, and E. If these aren't done, you're on the street and I'm literally done with you. He begged and he changed and he was very different for an entire year until TI. Okay. That's crazy because he got so offended when Mark brought up cheating or when you brought up cheating in that conversation on I one know. of your dates. Like he was so defensive and I didn't realize how recent. No, it like, was it literally been. It was less than a year. It was in February. I caught him like two weeks before Valentine's Day. It was in February of 2018 and we filmed September of 2018. Wow. So no, it was less than a year that I gave him that ultimatum. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying right there is like, I'm saying I'm in love with him, but this is the thing. I'm very stubborn and strong willed. And I don't, I didn't want to admit to myself that I gave this piece of shit dude another shot yeah. and he's literally doing all the same things over again. I didn't want to mm-hmm. admit to myself that I'm wrong. Yeah. And I you also know? feel like you're just so alone in your thoughts on that island you're you literally just honestly the only thing you have like to hold on to is hope as like depressing as that sounds is (laughs) just like that glimmer of like oh god please I pray this works out like I'm hoping that like you know we can get through this or whatever come out the other end stronger because you're you really are alone you're with these great girls, of course, but you just met them. They don't know you. You don't know them. You're surrounded by cameras. You go to bed by yourself at night. You don't have a TV. You don't have a phone. You don't have a book. Like you're alone in your thoughts. So really Mm. it's easier to try to convince yourself that everything's going to be okay than to have to actually deal with the reality when you're stuck in that situation, which is like, I think that And I know, I mean, I can speak for myself as well. Like we've become so close with our castmates. Like, of course, Mm -hmm. of course. But I think that if a situation like this had happened when you were surrounded by like your actual loved ones or close friends or you were in LA or you were in your home, it would have been so much easier to have accepted it. But we were in this freaking experiment by ourselves. Like yep. literally in a glass box, can't get out type thing. And all 100%. you can do is just like hope for the best. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was struggling with so much because I um I have a very, very small circle. But the people that are in my circle, I'm 
so close with and have very good relationships with. Like I, my dad is my best friend Mm -hmm. and my best friend, Carly, we've been best friends since we were like 12 years old. And then like Coley, we've known each other since college, like 2009. So these people, I, if I was going through this situation in the real world, all I would need is to sit down with one of those people and just open up and they would have like checked me real quick and I would have been totally fine and like on to the next. Absolutely. But it's, I didn't have that. And I'm also a creative person. So whenever I'm really upset in the real world, I'll read a book or I'll write in my journal and I couldn't do those things. Like this is a very fun fact. This is actually sad fact, embarrassing fact, but I'm going to say it. Throughout filming, they actually gave me pen and paper, and I was writing fucking letters to Evan every oh fucking my. day. Wow. Multiple letters. And then I actually gave them to him after, like, I said goodbye to him, and he flew to Virginia, and he showed all my embarrassing, pathetic fucking letters to Morgan. What an asshole, dude. And then when they broke up, when they broke up, I the and Morgan was like asking me everything. She told me that she still had the letters. She oh. moved from Virginia to LA and still fucking had the letters. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. He also tried to blackmail me with them. Like he um That's he some told- delicious shit, dude. That's dude, like with- scary. When the show was airing and like he wasn't looking good and I was kind of starting to speak my truth on Reality Steve's podcast and I was like letting people know like, yo, this guy's a cheater. He's a liar living a double life. He Mm -hmm. literally was like, if you don't stop, I'm going to show everyone your letters to me and how in love you were with me and how what amazing guy I am. And my my best friend, Coley, who I was just talking about, she literally like reached out to him before he blocked her and was like, you're literally blackmailing her now. Like you're a psychopath. Right. Could, couldn't have just stopped it with like yeah. her on national television. And but now you're going to blackmail her with love letters of her pouring her heart and soul out to you. Oh like, are God. you joking? So yeah, Dude. fun fact, I was writing letters the whole time and they are the saddest, most embarrassing, pathetic pieces of things I've ever written in my life. Like it's, they're really depressing. Wow. Well, so, yeah. at least you had a pen and paper, truly. I did. I got through it. I, I, I would write every that. night, every night okay. and every morning. <laughs> I was alone in my thoughts, just yeah, like that's... talking to the walls, like talking to the plants. <laughs> I'm dead. That's how bad it was, though. Production was like, yo, this girl, like, actually, we got to, like, make an exception. Here's a notepad. <laughs> like, this wow. poor, poor girl. Back to the convo, though. Yes. Okay. Tyler, he talks about how people in situations can put things in perspective for you. And I admit that I'm scared that that's exactly what could be happening with Evan. I admit that he might be connecting with her as in Morgan and doing stuff that he's probably feeling guilty about. And then I end it off with, I know Evan and I know the love that we have for each other is going to outweigh this fantasy bubble land with this girl he barely knows, which like you would think, (laughs) but didn't happen. Yep. Big statements. Big statements were made. Okay. Now we're off to Morgan and Evan Evan in his room talking, right? Yes. Okay. So she's worried about him. And this is where like his true colors kind of came out for a second. He kind of snaps at her and he's like, you don't think I don't understand the gravity of everything that's going on. And he was kind of snappy to her. 
Did and you notice that? His facial expressions too. When she was yeah. talking, he was like rolling his eyes, like looking away, kind of like yeah, like being almost. I don't know. So I wasn't. It wasn't just me. Like you, tr- d- definitely like picked up on that as well. Oh my god! Yeah, he was like yeah. the way that he was just alone. His body language. Yeah, it was a different side of him that we've yet to see. Yep, I'm telling you, it, his true colors popped out for a second. He looks annoyed. He looks annoyed. Yeah. He was annoyed. He, that that's him being annoyed. I know that tone of his voice, and he was he was annoyed, like a hundred percent, and it slipped out. And she like barely knows him, so she didn't pick up on it. Mm. Morgan thinks he's going to pick the easy route once he sees me, and she's really worried about that. She's scared that it's not going to be her thing. She feels like she's known him her whole life, and she's emo- she gets like emotional talking about yeah. it. She well, says, it seems too good to be true, and I wrote, yikes. In I wrote, little bitch, it was too good to be true. He yeah. conned you. And I Pawned do not, the shit out of her. And I'm just going to say it because everyone apparently thinks that we're too hard yeah. on certain people. But when I said bitch just then and there, I meant it again in the endearing bitch. I did I feel not like, mean bitch. Yeah. But like I'm saying it because it was too good to be true. And I actually – he's such a good manipulator. Like the she he's doesn't know. Do I think it's crazy – to fall in love that quickly yeah but I do think I do feel bad for her in this moment because like when she said that and she's crying and she's like it seems too good to be true it literally was he conned you and I don't mean that in like a I mean that in like a he literally is a a freaking like serial con artist he worked her like yeah, dude, he uh, – I literally – my next note I put, this is love bombing, everyone. And then I quoted, he says this to her. This is love bombing, okay? This is insane. Mm-hmm. He, mind you, you guys, this is on a, t- a reality television show. They barely know each other, okay? Yeah. They're strangers. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you are everything I've ever wanted, like you are it just be it girl i'm falling in love with you i'm actually falling in love with you oh my god and she says it back to him and then he says i'm into you so bad cringe and then this is where we talked about it earlier people like this manipulators like this everyone listening because i know i have so many followers that follow me because and listen to this podcast because I'm very open about the fact that I was in a very abusive relationship and I've like healed from Mm -hmm. it and I help people everywhere get out of these situations, men and women. People that are manipulative like this, again, we're not diagnosing. I don't know for sure if he's like a diagnosed narcissist. With my personal experience, I believe that yes, he is. (laughs) Okay. Right. People like this go for broken people. Okay. That is why Evan to this day does not fuck with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That dude will not come within 10 feet of me because I am not the same person. Okay. I am not broken. Yeah. I am very healed. I will call him on a shit. I will put him in his place. Yeah. People like this go for broken people because broken mm-hmm. people don't see through this manipulation. They think it's love. Yeah. And well, you took can a moment. All- Sorry. What were you going to say? No, I remember that episode where I told you I had a therapist that told me you can only be love bombed if you're also a love bomber. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I said, like, yeah, dude, because back when I was being love bombed, that's what I resonated with. Like, I was mm-hmm. also toxic and I resonated with that shit. Broken people fall for this shit. You got to go to therapy and you got to heal what's whatever's in yourself that makes you think that this is normal and okay because this is not normal yeah. behavior what's happening right yeah. now. Yeah. And it's just crazy too because like he took a moment where she was feeling vulnerable and like really took advantage of the situation. Oh. And that's uh, what like love love bombers do. It's like yep. she was expressing pretty real concerns and instead of having like a genuine like adult conversation about it, he got annoyed and then he was like, "You know what? Instead of talking about this, I'm just going to tell her what she wants to hear." love bomb the shit out of her just yep. to just to you know get past it and keep it moving and then uh, eventually end up hurting her like and it's that's, just crazy that's literally what he what people like this do like as soon as you start kind of feeling like something's off and you're getting a gut feeling and he sees it in you cuz he's reading all of your body language and your emotions he's like oh she's catching on and it's like boom i'm going to tell her everything that she wants to hear yes. you're the love of my life i want to be the father of your children Ugh. i'm going to marry the shit out of you like you're perfect you're yes. my best friend and then all of what you just thought is erased. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh, I was in my head. Like I was yep, being yep. exactly, dude. It's, it's crazy. Like really, really like it's scary what these people do and they're good at it. And we're witnessing it on national television right now. Wow. Every time Evan says he's a very cautious person, I literally laughed out loud. Also, we need <laughs> like, to talk about when he's in con- like the confessional and he literally flexes his fucking pecs. I was like, dude, <laughs> stop. Oh my God. I literally dude. fast forwarded. He's like sitting there talking. He's like, bop, 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 bop. Like flexing that. I'm like, does he know he's doing no, he doesn't because one thing that he does is every time he walks by anything that where he can see his reflection, whether it's a window, an office building, a up. car, he'll flex. Okay? Literally anything. He would anything he can see his reflection in. He'll, he'll stop and flex. Yeah, because we can see each other. Like we can see ourselves yes. when we're recording our confession. Oh, no. It's he's like a- flexing at himself in the reflection. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Bro. <laughs> a thousand percent. So then he drops a bomb that I just had got to discuss. Yeah. You guys, this was going to be a long episode. You guys said you don't care, but it is what it is. He says, I can't help but think it's going to rip Casey's life apart. What? Like, what? Yeah. No dip. No duh. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Dude, I'm just like, okay, first off the audacity and then just like he just thinks so much of himself and I'm not going to lie. Okay, you had me in the first round. Okay, I was a hot mess for a little bit. I was a hot mess on the show. I was a little bit of a hot mess after, but rip my life apart. Like, dude. Like, I'm hotter than I've ever been in my life. I've dated hotter Mm. dudes than you. I've dated successful guys with jobs and their own places, and they can provide for me, and they have 401ks and salaries. I have a podcast that's, like, already successful after three and a half months. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I wake up to the Hollywood sign. Okay? Like, fuck off. (laughs) Okay? Like, you did not rip my life apart. My life is fantastic. At first, I was like... Like, I mean, yeah, like, what do you expect, Evan? You're literally, like, throwing away a relationship with someone who you live with, have animals with, and have dated for so long. Like, clearly, you're going to do some damage to this person. So I will say I, like, was like, oh, like, 
you know, no, no shit. No, he had me in the first round, but yeah. dude. But then when you say stuff like that and then you <laughs> act on it, it's like clearly like you don't mean it. Like you don't care. No. Oh I was God. just like, you really thought you were going to rip my whole life apart. Like my life is the best it's ever been, my friend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm sure his is mm. – his is not. I no know that for near. a fact. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So let's quietly move on to the next point. But I'm doing just dandy, and I don't think you can say the same. You're doing great. Oh my gosh. Um. But then they so then have, they do the nasty with confidence. Listen, it's the infamous and first ever sex scene sex on scene. CI history. Wow. Right. Okay, but like it makes me think to like the Edgar and Marissa scene. We really have advanced sex scenes from season one to season four. Because season this sex scene, they really didn't show a lot. Season four, they that shit was crazy with Edgar pushed and Marissa. The boundaries for sure. Yeah. They pushed the boundaries. Yeah, this wasn't that bad. Like I, I was like, okay, like yeah, like they're fucking, but like it's yeah. not like crazy. I'm not watching too. porn. Exactly. Yeah. Like you knew what was happening. They made yeah. it clear, and then they moved on. Exactly. Next morning, Evan's making eggs for Morgan. Uh He says they had an amazing night together. They're all cute and giggly. And then Morgan, I feel bad for her. I do. She's never fallen in love like this before. And then again, she says it's happening so quickly. Yeah. Girls, men, if you ever feel like this, this is not normal. This is Mm -hmm. not good. Yeah. I had a question for you, though. Yeah, what's up? Did Evan ever make you um, breakfast in bed or was that him just trying to yeah. smooth her over? Yeah, no, that's actually one thing that he was so shady about all of my texts that I have from him when he was with Morgan, like um, that I still have to this day that I can release at any time. Wink, wink. Never will, but if I need to, I got him. Um, yeah, he would like make me coffee every single morning. Um, breakfast, uh, my thing was toast. So we would always make like buttered toast and he would take one bite out of it. Like that was his thing. And then he would text Ooh. me when he was with Morgan, like, like, who's going to make your coffee now? It's like, bitch, myself, you're with another woman. <laughs> like, are you joking? Dude, I, there's still so many, uh, my, like my head is spinning. Every time we like talk about this, like a new thing gets brought up and, I, <laughs> and you're you just like, what you you're just going to have a sit down one day, like totally unrelated to like recording. You're and like, I, I want to know it all. <laughs> Dude, I have no, to, my mind audacity. is blown. I could literally send you that text after like we he got was still there. texting you while he was with Morgan. Oh, for weeks. Bro, this man. I have them all too. And let me tell you, people Dude. that have seen them are like, holy fuck, you could destroy this guy's life. <laughs> like, oh it's God. so bad. God. And I'm embarrassing too, though. In the text messages, I own it. Like, I'm embarrassing too. Like, I'm sending him tons of text messages. Like, it's not good. Like, I'm not like, were good you either. More like, were you. He was basically like, like, let's get back together. Or were you just like, why would you do this to me? Or were you like, it was a combination of things. It was us talking about the show and everything and getting like closure. And it was also, he was telling me he was going there to like end things with her and he was going to come home. We were going to live separately and go to therapy. So me, I thought me and him were like getting back together and we were going to go to therapy. And then he like dumped me again in another text, like a few weeks later. Dude, he's a habitual (laughs) liar. No, dude, it's insane. <laughs> so yeah, he was, he used to make me coffee every morning and then he was really upset that after he destroyed my whole life, I was going to be like making my coffee without him. Hmm. How how could you ever survive? <laughs> how could I ever survive? God, you're so fragile and weak that 
I know. You'll never be able to make it without <laughs> make someone the coffee in the morning. Coffee. The, all you have to do is press a goddamn button, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> I, was, I think we had like a curing too. So you just like put the thing in it. You just got to know like the right amount of creamer. Like for fuck's Literally. Sake. Oh my God. These men, I fucking can't. All right. Cannot. So Evan asks John if he could hear them last night. And Evan says, it is what it is. Yeah. I just like, I, I had to put like, that I'll out. tell you guys about it later. Um, and then again, he says a comment like he knows you're going to be so hurt and that's going to tear happy- you apart. Yeah. My happiness with Morgan is going to tear her apart. Uh-huh. It's just th- this is the thing that blows my mind the most about all of this is because who I was with him was such like a watered down, like weak version of myself. And I was so like isolated. Anyone that really knew me, like my close, close friends and like my family, they all know like the real me. And uh-huh. I'm like extremely confident and very like stubborn and strong willed. And just like, I have a presence in a room and I'm like, I'm spicy. Like I have like a attitude, like I'm like a a little hot tamale. Okay. With Evan, I had always been so weak and watered down and like not confident and not myself that he has like the audacity to say this type of shit. Like Uh. anyone that actually knew me now would never say this type of shit about me. Right. It's the audacity for me. Like he just doesn't, he did not know who I was. No. And I yeah. didn't at the time either, which is wild. Yeah, I think he had this like God complex going on. He, he did. Right, thought he really thought like you were gonna be so helpless. And, well, yeah, like, just broken down without him. One of the last things he ever said to me was um, that I would never be okay without him. Oh, I've had, yeah, I've had people say that to me before. And I was like, okay, well, now I just have to prove you wrong. Yes. And that's like, literally, that's exactly what we did. Like, absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. So, us girls, the three, it was, it was me, um, Shari and Nicole were all Mm -hmm. in my room on my bed and we're having like a girl talk. And I will say, this was a very good chat. Like, yeah. We really like they showed a nice chunk of it, but even what they didn't show, this was like a very real, authentic, like deep conversation that we all got a lot out of. I loved how Shari said it takes less energy to just accept love and be vulnerable and not fight it. Yes, I loved that she said that because I totally feel that too. I think like in that moment watching Shari, I saw a part of like my journey unfolding too. I really liked that she said that. Yeah, I loved that. And then I'm talking about how I built really big walls up with Evan. I'm stubborn. I'm strong-willed. I'm guarded, which honestly, all of that's facts. Yeah. I don't like that I'm blaming myself, but those those are facts about myself. And then I said, and I hate that I'm, again, I, I hate know. all this blaming myself. It's because it's not, none of this is my fault. And I know that now, but yeah. it it was where I was at at the time. So yeah. I said, if I don't get my shit together and let it go, I'm going to lose him. The girls remind me that's exactly what I'm doing here. And then I say, it's the hardest lesson I've ever learned. And then this, I love that Nicole said this because it all ended up really coming true uh-huh. she said but everything that's really hard is worth it in the end and I was like freaking facts because that was the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life and I'm like I would do it a million more times yeah. to be where I am today like it was so worth it absolutely <laughs> yeah I totally agree 
it was a different lesson than what I thought at the time because I was like thinking it was like I need to be better, but it yeah. was like a lesson like I need to love myself and be secure yeah. and like get different standards and not yeah, be it's okay like with you behavior. went into it you went into it thinking it would be a different outcome, but it turned out the outcome you got instead. Yeah. Exactly. Was like, you know. Okay, so in that same conversation, Nicole is saying that she doesn't feel she's deeply in love with Carl the way any of us have shown love, and she really wants to feel that deep love, which I was like – I loved that Nicole's like opening up and just like Mm -hmm. realizing that she does want fireworks and she does want love, and like that was cool to see her admit that. Yeah. Shari says, Javen does everything possible to please me, and I just always still find ways to complain. And she's kind of getting emotional. She admits that she's not always nice to him. She also admits that she tends to feel like the world revolves around her, and Javen kind of enables that. And she's learning a new way to be a better girlfriend on the island. Yep. I just think like this whole conversation was just like really cool to see because we were all being very vulnerable and keeping it like so real with each other and not judging each other and like just being supportive. It was just like women supporting women, man. Like that was just a good all around wholesome chat. Yeah. Well, and I also think you all said things that viewers – like could definitely relate to relate to like honestly everything all three of you said I related to in some sense yeah and especially what Shari said at the end where it's like you know she has a tendency to be a little mean sometimes or you know always is kind of nagging on Javen and stuff and complaining and all that like I I definitely when she was saying that was like yeah like I I express that in my season two so it was cool because you all really did say stuff that I'm sure a lot of people could relate to could relate to and be like oh my gosh you know they're they're going through the same thing I am and so yeah that's what's cool about the experiences like as well because aside from what you're going through with your significant other there's also conversations you have with like your girls or the singles where people watching are like, oh my gosh, like they had a conversation that I can relate to. It's just like a lot of different. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. So now we're back at the beach villa. Mm -hmm. Kayla is in Javen's room and they're doing laundry together. Yeah. Folding clothes. Right. Javen cracking me up talking about his bushy eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) He's learning how to talk um to women and be friends with them and yeah I just thought that was like a wholesome little vibe all around the only comment I have to say and I hope I don't get shit for this oh god what her bathing suit top was like really high yeah I noticed that too I did (laughs) and I just was like why is it that high but I also literally am so flat right maybe same so maybe she just didn't know because I don't know what having boobs like that is like. Not at all. I do not understand it. And I, I, I will never know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe if I wore it halfway up my boob, it would sh- make it seem like I have boobs. Because like her, un- a lot of her boob was showing. I'm not saying it looked bad. It just her bathing suit was very high. And to be quite honest, that's what I took away from the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Because you were just like, I looked at her boob too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just couldn't understand it. I've never seen anyone wear it like that. Seriously. Yeah. The underboob was there. Was ready. Peaking. Okay. So Mark comes into the mountain villa and I immediately, I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing here? You were some saying, you were, you were, you, you okay, time out. What did I just say? I said, you were some saying. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, I just need to say it's 1246 a.m. Yeah. Right now on the East Coast and we are recording and I'm going to yeah. start saying some things that don't make sense. But what I was trying to say is you were saying some really funny things that I really don't know if you were meaning to and I want to say that's quite, you were saying things that like. You weren't smiling, but like they were really funny. Like the delivery was like cracking me up. Wait, what? Because I wrote down different things I said, but what what was making you laugh? You're just like, let's just break Casey's heart all over again. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god. And then you said something else too. Oh my god, I need to find it. Um, I put this is what I put because I this is the thing I was just at the point where I was like dude I'm fucking done like I just can't so I was just like I'm just gonna like say it like it is just like this is my life right now whether I like it or not like I'm not gonna get upset so I was literally saying um I I said wait I this is my note I was like we know every time he comes it's not good news Nicole admits we are all anxious Mm -hmm. he tells us there's a bonfire tonight my face immediately drops (laughs) I went from like smiling to like, oh fuck. You're like, ugh. And the camera zooms in on my face, of course. The tension is high. And then I did, I quoted, I was like, let's just break Casey's heart all over again. And then I'm laying down. I go from sitting up to like in a conversation. And then yeah. I'm laying down on the pillow. My arms are crossed over like I'm dead. And I said, I'm literally going to be ears plugged, closed eyes, counting in my head. One, two, three, four, five, six. That had me dying too. And it was funny because it's like you already knew, like, is that really what you planned on doing? Or was that a joke? And then when you got there, you were like, no, I'm actually like not going to watch. No, like I, this is the thing. And that this is, we're going to get into it when we get in the bonfire. But no, I made it very clear. I was joking around at that moment in time, but I was Mm -hmm. joking around about something that I was really going to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I was making light of the situation. But no, I legit at this point, I had uh-huh. not eaten a real meal in like a couple weeks. I weigh like 90 pounds. You guys, I, I don't care. This may be TMI, but we keep it real on here. I had I didn't get my period that month because I was wow. so malnourished. Yeah. Okay? Like I literally I was so underweight and was not eating food because my anxiety was so high. So I was at a point where I was like, I need to take care of myself. So I don't really care what anybody says. I just need to get through this experience for my own health at this point. Wow. Yeah. Because that's how bad my anxiety disorder was like out of control that I literally Mm -hmm. didn't even get my period. Okay. And (laughs) and when you said to the girls, like in that moment, you were like, don't look at my clip and stuff. You still said it in kind of like a joking way, but you were being serious at that point. Like, did they know it? Yeah. Okay. So like – that's what I do like in cuz I'm just like I have a good sense of humor but also when something is really serious I do tend to like use my sense of humor as like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like being funny and like keeping it lighthearted but no I was serious because I knew that if any of them watched the clip and saw anything crazy they wouldn't not be able to tell me. Mm. And I was at a point where I was like I literally cannot deal with this for my own health. Like I need to be able to eat strawberries in the morning. 
Okay. Like that's where I was at. And I was like, I can't do it. So no, everyone knew. I made it very clear before we went to the bonfire. Producers knew, PAs knew, like I knew I was wearing the head plugs and I wasn't going to be watching. And I don't think that they believed me. That's the thing. And that's why it keeps coming up why like Katie brings it up, why Nicole brings it up, because I think producers kept telling them to bring it up because they mm-hmm. wanted to manipulate me to change my mind before the bonfire. Cause they right. knew my mind, my mind at that point was made up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wrote, I was trying to calm myself down because my anxiety was in high drive. I don't want the girls to look at my clip. And then Katie in the confessional, she says the girls are really going to need to rally together and be strong for each other, especially for Casey. We have such a strong bond and we don't want each other hurt. And then me and Nicole are in her bed together. Johnny coming in with the pizza. Pizza. Yep. (laughs) Trying to like change up the mood. We're like in full-blown panic mode. I let him know there's a bonfire. And then this conversation made me so sad. Yeah. This was rough. This is a part where I'm just like, when people say like, oh my God, like you come off so desperate. Like I get what they're saying. Like this is embarrassing. Like Casey, me today, like Mm -hmm. I put up with nothing. Like literally ask Aaron, like if a guy is in, I ghost mode. Like I block on everything. I go ghost mode. Like (laughs) I don't put up with this behavior anymore. So watching it back, I'm just like, oh my God, Casey, what the fuck? I wish like me today could just waltz in that room and like wring her neck. You know? Of course, yeah. Wake the fuck up. So Johnny asks me, Uh is it fair that regardless of what he does here, you guys will still be together forever? And I'm literally nodding my head. Yes. Biting my teeth. I'm not biting my teeth, biting my nails. Yeah. You're like, "Mm -hmm." Katie is shook. And yeah, I just said it, but this watching this whole clip, you guys is absolutely mortifying. She repeats what he says, regardless of what he does. And she's just blown away. And, um, Katie says like, you're, I wanted to ask too, just yeah. I mean, I have like obviously questions, but yeah, she says that you're trying to convince yourself that you only want to be with Evan, and she used convince. And I wanted to ask, like, in that moment, like, do you think that was true? Yeah. So, okay. like, what I t- this is like I just told you less than a year ago, I had broken up with him and literally kicked him out and was done and was like good yeah. with it and fine with it. And he begged me, cried tears, of course, got yep. on his hands and knees, put mm-hmm. his head in my lap, like begged me for oh, a final chance. And I like changed a lot of my life for him. I was like living in a place that I didn't want to live, like in not a good area of LA because he couldn't afford anything. Like I didn't have a partner. Like I had sacrificed a lot for this person. Okay. And I'm now in this environment where it's starting to hit me everything that I've given up and everything I've sacrificed and like compromised for this honestly like piece of shit human that I'm realizing. So it was like too much for me to admit to myself that I fucked up by giving him another chance. Mm. So as like a defense mechanism, I was convincing myself like this isn't real. Like this isn't happening. Like there's no way that he would be on his hands and knees crying and begging me less than a year ago. And now is doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, so a hundred percent, she's right. Like I'm trying to convince myself that this is not real. And mm-hmm. yeah, she says, and I don't want to change my mind because yeah, like I didn't want to change my mind because at that point 
I just like needed answers, you know? Right. Like I was yeah. so shocked because I'm like, wow, like this guy is like not I don't know this person. Yeah. It was <laughs> a crazy situation, absolutely. Um, and then me saying I don't think he would have sex with somebody and Johnny's face gives it away. Johnny's like he definitely is like he's going to have sex with someone. Mhm. And fun fact on we when you know when we had dark days. Yep. So this is the thing I found out later because we'll get into it on my overnight date, but Val told me everything that was going on. So on dark days, all the singles, cause COVID wasn't a thing then they would like sneak out and meet up with each other and like hang out. So the single guys had hung out with single girls on our dark days. So they, so the single guys knew how serious shit was with Morgan and Evan. So what? that's why Johnny's face is like that right now. My mind because is blown. Because he knew. He was like, like they're telling each other they're in love with each other. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So Johnny literally Damn. is listening to me and he like two nights ago is like with all the singles hearing like Morgan and Evan are in love. Oh my God. Yeah, and you can't dude. Say anything then and you cover can't will say be anything because it's on camera. So all of these guys were just like, how the fuck do we tell her this? So Val uh, on our overnight, we had well, like the cameras left, producers left. Me and him are in the jacuzzi talking to like four in the morning. Val told me everything. Wow. He's like, he was like, you need to know. And he told me every single fucking thing in detail. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So Katie thinks I'm sticking my head in the sand. I don't disagree and don't want to deal with it. And honestly, facts, I didn't want to deal with it on TV. Yeah. Like I said, my health was not good. I wasn't in a space, a mental space to be able to deal with it. Right. And then I say that sex, like if they have sex, like that's like, I'll be done. And then yeah. I just kind of say, Evan loves me. I just got to keep following my gut. And then kind of after Johnny leaves, I look at Nicole and I say, do you – no, I look at Katie. Katie, yeah. I say, do you really think Evan could have sex with someone on the show? And Katie says, girl. And I say, that would be crazy to me. And I genuinely meant it. Like I thought – I thought a lot of things. I thought he could be like, making out. I thought he could be like saying that he's in love. I thought maybe he he could even be saying like, I'll date you. But for me to wrap my mind around him actually having sex with a stranger on national television when we like live together and our families yeah. are involved and we have pets and like bills and like mm -hmm. a life. That was like, I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Like, that's, I, that's actually actually insane. I was so curious if you actually – like believed that no, he I would never have sex with someone. Else. I really truly was like in my gut. I was like, if he the does, way. like that's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's why. And you could tell in the even clip. Though I was like, that would even be though nuts. he cheated on you, though, like even though he cheated on you before, you just didn't think he would do it. Not on a national, national television. television. Yeah. Yeah. No, like he's like he's a pathological liar and he lives like a double life and he does everything secretively like him doing that on national television. No, he's like my cover's going to be blown forever. I yeah. Can't. No, oh, like that was, yeah, that I was like, dude, there's no way that's fucking insane. Wow. Um, OK, so now we go over First to. On the way to bonfires. On the way to the bonfire. I feel like yeah. Evan's really, you know, he's up, upselling um, this quote, the whole like, my happiness and my joy 
is at the expense of someone. Like he said that whole like at the a expense, million times, like multiple times. It's like, come on, dude. Like I, it's like I feel like he just like doesn't know how else to say it, and he, I think in his own mess like messed up mind like that yeah. sounds really good it's like I acknowledge that like I'm hurting her yeah he it sounded good and now he's running you know? with it. and now he's yeah. running with it he says that's why he's upset and but he's not regretful Evan and you is just worried- look at J- sorry I didn't mean to <laughs> no. cut you off but you just look at Javen and he the whole time has his head all down, of them eyes closed like they're like bro like you fucked all up. of them like, don't yeah. backpedal now. Like, we don't need to know the ins and the outs, why you did it or how you're feeling. Like, you know. Yeah. Body language and facial expressions. Body language and, and facial like expressions Evan. says it all. It's like, who are you trying to convince? Like, yourself or the other people? Because you're literally talking out your ass. Like, no one's really <laughs> listening. I feel like he's saying it to, like, convince himself. <laughs> yeah. He That's- doesn't regret it. Yeah, that's the vibe that I get too. It's like he's trying to convince himself that he's making the right decision and he wants to say it out loud and he wants them to like agree, but they're not. So he keeps saying it. Yes, yes. Um, Evan is worried about what I might see. He loves me. This is okay. This, what the fuck, Aaron? He says he loves me, but doesn't know if we are meant for each other at this point in time. Yeah, like what? Bro, <laughs> what? No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're in love with another girl, there's never a, a time that me yeah. and you are going to be like, no, like we're not in love right now. But like when we leave, we can be in love and get like, what? It doesn't make yeah. sense. That shit was weird. Evan has found clarity. And then John says before they start doing the bonfire clips, John wants also, Katie to realize note, real quick. Side note, because I just thought of this. Yeah. If you're feeling like you're meant to be with another girl, that's your answer that you're not meant to be with someone else. There's at any point in to, time. At any point, you're not meant to be with multiple people. So it's like if you're saying that Morgan is your everything and you're in love with her and it's meant to be, then there's no Casey anymore. Like seriously. None. And if you're in love with Casey, then there's no like he's like that. I, I just thought of that. Like no, right I know now it's just not meant to be. What do you mean? Like at this point in time, he said it should never be meant to be again. If you're with the right person <laughs> and you claim you are with her, so what the fuck? And like, it's weird because, like I said, like I didn't really pay attention that much to like the things that him and Morgan were saying the first time I watched it when it was actually airing on TV. So this is the first time like I've, I'm really watching it, watching it. And I'm like taking notes and I'm like noticing everything. One of the last, actually not one, the last thing that Evans ever said to me in person, the last, last sentence I heard come out of this man's mouth. He gave me a hug and kissed me on top of the head. And he said, well, we always find our way back to each other. Oh my God. And then I watch this and he says this at point in time. I'm like, I don't know what fucking planet you were living on, but if you really thought that you could do this shit on this show and then get me back down the road, like Mm -hmm. you're crazier than anyone thought you were. It's (laughs) like subtle comments and like the like cockiness, like it's not even confidence. It's like cockiness that he can say things like that. He thinks he's he's invincible. 
he's literally just like assuming that regardless of what's going to go down, you're going to be ready, waiting hand and foot for him. Like that's what no. he's implying. But I think in a way, and I'm not blaming myself, but in a way I kind of am. That is, I do kind of take responsibility for that because I just let him get away with so much for so long and let him walk all over me. So he, I think he really thought that. I think he thought yeah. he'd go do his thing for a year, two years, and then give me a text and be like, hey, like, let's meet up. Like, let's have a life chat and like start over. Right. But, or if like things didn't work out with Morgan, yeah, that he but could just go back to you or something. That did not happen because I yeah. woke the fuck up and I literally made it so that dude can cannot be in my presence. Good. <laughs> like, so Period. no, I think he really did think that for a while. And that's why he slipped up saying it on national television. Yeah. Uh, okay. So John, he wants Katie to realize that she's taken him for granted. And I, I see that. Like, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. So this is the part that was weird. So Evan's clip is first and he starts out like he seems really nervous. His eyes are all big. Yeah. <clears throat> My voice just got all weird. Wow. His eyes are all big. And then as soon as he starts seeing me and dancing with all the guys, all the guys around me, he actually like lights up with like the biggest, most genuine smile. Like Like relieved. Yeah. He like, it was a very genuine smile. And he even says, he's like, oh, hell yeah. And then like the clip ends and like Mark kind of even questions it because it was like genuine happiness. And then he says, that girl's smiling. She's having fun. That's all I want for that girl. And then they zoom in on Carl's face. Yeah. <laughs> After, and Carl is just like, what the fuck? He's such a, like, he's, I literally wrote, like, he's such a snake. Just yeah. like the way that he's talking about it. Like, again, like, that he's like, you know, God sent over here. Oh, I'm just so happy. She's having a good time. And you know, I'm happy she's happy and stuff. It's like, shut up. It's all fake. Like, I just feel yeah. like it's all an act. It like, is all an act. He's trying to just seem too cool. And like, again, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. It, yeah, that smile. I was like, yo, you're, yeah. you're something else. And then he re- repeats the expense comment. Yep. Same old, same old. Uh-huh. Okay, Javen watches Shari dancing with Val and everyone cheering her on. He doesn't say anything, and he just says that he feels great that she's getting to experience, like, this kind of environment for the first time because she didn't really have, like, a real college experience. And Right. I kind of see what he says. Like, you know, like, there's no reason to be upset over what she did. She didn't do anything bad. Oh, no. Her clip was nothing. It yeah. It literally was, like. She's having a, a cute little time. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on that? I feel like there's really nothing to say on his clip. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Carl, he had a tough clip. Carl sees yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Carl sees Nicole in bed with Tyler. And when he keeps squinting his eyes and leaning in to see better. <laughs> He's like, I, wait. I know. <laughs> Are my eyes playing tricks on me? I think that was like literally a meme that was like used so many times because it was oh so God. funny. But like, I also feel his pain. Yeah. She in the clip, she tells Tyler she doesn't want him to leave. Carl uh-huh. is like rightfully upset. He says he's disappointed and he's kind of going off. And then in the background, they're zooming in on Evan's face while Carl's saying just the bed alone is disappointing. Dude, they, I <laughs> fucking died. During I know. this bonfire. 
because every time they would mention the guys would be like basically like talking shit on their girls because they were doing like you know stuff Cheating. that was it would zoom or zoom in on Evan. Evan and he's like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> like oh brother <laughs> yo I was like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, did he forget that he's being filmed? Because, like, while, like, Carl's talking about how disappointed he is with just the bed alone, Evan's, like, fixing his collar, and then he's, like, bent over, holding his hand over his mouth, and then in another scene, he's, like, bent over to the side, holding his forehead, like, he is a hot mess. Going through it just based off of what these guys are saying, because they're ripping (laughs) apart their girlfriends, knowing damn well. He crossed the line entirely. <laughs> He's literally in the back corner falling apart in production. He's like zooming in every time he changes his body position. I can't believe <laughs> He changes his position so many times. And just like, oh my, sweating bullets back oh, there. Dude, like, he oh. was all, yeah, he was an anxious mess. Like, I could not believe, I think he, he forgot he was on camera. Or yeah. it's like, he probably thought they were just focusing on like the guys. And I'm like, dude, like you are getting exposed <laughs> right now by production. Like, you're like, falling apart on that stump right now. Also, like the fact that like his guy friends are like, basically talking shit on him indirectly and he's like fuck (laughs) oh my god and then when and then like back to when like he's in the escalade trying to get validation from them and all of them are silent and now they're like ripping him apart oh my gosh oh Oh, god good good shit yeah you guys Erin literally texted me today she's like i am dying at evan in this bonfire right now yeah that was some good editing man they really zoomed in on that that was quality Um, quality carl brings up how he's resisted temptation with britney uh and like he would expect the same from nicole he doesn't know how this has changed his experience and thought she would be a lot stronger and then yeah right after right after he says he thought she would be a lot stronger it zooms into evan in the background and he literally has his head down and his hand is literally over his mouth (laughs) i seriously cannot fucking breathe that was the best part it's he literally is like i just thought she would be stronger than to like, like zoom in on evan falling apart <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh okay and then oh. similar actually happens with john's clip but we'll get into that yeah so John's clip, he sees Katie in the jacuzzi. She's like all up on Johnny. You can tell he's shook while he's watching uh-huh. it. And then he sees them get into bed together. And all he says is, hmm. <laughs> and then again, in my notes, I just have Evan's face during all this. Like the yep. whole time, you guys. It's like if you haven't watched the show in a while, go to this scene because it's comedy. Oh it's my like gosh. actually so funny. Like I really didn't know how bad it was. John and then John just starts going off. John's like, he thinks it's a relief and an easy out for him. Evan holding his head still. Johnny's saying she's cheated on him, and that's the end for him. He admits that he's very hurt. John wanted her to prove her commitment and loyalty in order for him to propose. At this point, Evan just staring at John, and his eyes are like (laughs) coming out of his head. And then he thinks, um, John says he thinks this is a blessing in disguise, and then he calls her weak. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, 
what he was saying was pretty intense because he's like, yeah, you know, what we would have been married and she would have cheated on me then. Like yeah. he was really going in on her. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I think that he was speaking more out of emotion and anger. I don't think he actually like met some of the stuff he said. Like, yeah. I don't think he really thought this was an easy out because all the way leading up to this, he still was in love with Katie and wanted things to work out. Obviously, I think that he's hurt, but I think that he was just kind of saying things to like mask the pain he was going through because like, agree. what switched? You don't just switch the way you're feeling that quickly. And even Mark was like, you know, you're allowed to be hurt. And he's like, yeah, "Yeah, like obviously I am, but this is a relief and stuff. And it's like, no, John, it's not. Yeah, like, I you agree. know you're in pain. I'm sorry. And he was really coming for her. And then, yeah, he calls her weak because she cheated. Mm-hmm. And then just <laughs> pants, I know, pants dude. Evan because it's like these guys are literally bashing their girlfriends. Literally. And Evan's in the background sweating and bullets being like – Evan has oh, done worse than what the girlfriends yeah, have like, done. Like literally – Oh my God, I can't. And it's so funny because like Evan truly thought that like production like was just obsessed and in love with him, but like they were just doing that because he's great for reality TV. So they're like obviously telling him everything that he wants to hear so that he keeps being their star villain, you know, like manipulating him. So I'm sure once he saw how this was being edited, it's like, dude, they're not your friends. Like they're zooming on on you falling apart this entire time. These guys who are your boys are basically like ripping you apart through their girlfriends. Calling you (laughs) weak. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. A cheater, weak, disappointed. Oh my gosh. Stronger. Being in the bed is like. (laughs) crossing the line ultimately and evan's over there like oh my Production god is just keep the camera on evan don't miss any of this don't it. oh my gosh so mark brings up the 30 second messages mm-hmm. and that's really it we'll get into that more next episode because this is a very long episode already yeah so john just keeps admitting he feels betrayed katie crossed the line and he's just really genuinely shocked yeah Okay, so now this is now we're in the Escalade going to the bonfire. And this is where, again, I think production was using the girls to manipulate me to change my mind because Nicole and Katie are both saying out of nowhere they want to see their clips and like they wouldn't. Yeah, it's important to watch Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, okay, like I hear you, I know what you're doing. And I just say, I was like, I just need to get through my time here and I'll see it when I'm ready to see it. And I even admit in my confessional, I was like, people are probably think I'm in denial and are judging me. But at the end of the day, I don't want to freak out completely. And I'm trying to keep my composure. Yeah. And like, that's facts, dude. I was like Mm -hmm. an anxiety ridden mess. I'm trying to not have a mental breakdown on national television. I don't want to embarrass myself or my family. I already feel like I'm coming off desperate. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep my shit together. Right. Nobody's respecting that at this point. So were they were the girls ever upfront with you about their feelings towards you like not watching it before or after or do you think they were like kind of walking on eggshells or do you um, think they were just respecting what you wanted like I I always wondered like if 
at any point, one of the girls was like, listen, Casey, like you need to watch it or you should have watched it. Or, or if they said anything similar, similar to like what Mark said at the bonfire, like was anyone ever just like, um, so Nicole and Shari were always very, very supportive of my decision because especially Nicole, because like I had said previously, me and her, our bedroom, we shared a huge bathroom. So we would get ready together all the time and spent a lot of one-on-one time together. And a lot of time, honestly, like off the mic and off camera talking. And she really understood more than anyone else, like what I was going through. Okay. And she knew how bad my anxiety was. So yeah, they definitely respected it and were like, do it on your own time. Like we get it. Okay. Katie, on the other hand, she didn't really, I could tell she was walking on eggshells. And then I actually, after seeing things that she said in the confessional about it, it confirmed to me her thoughts on it. And she actually like apologized to me when it aired. Cause she was like, I'm sorry. Like they were kind of grilling me about it. Mm-hmm. And like, one in my opinion, kind of the same way they were yeah. grilling me about her and all the guys and her behavior. Of they course, were grilling yeah. Katie as well because they knew she had a very different opinion on it than I did. Right. Okay. That makes and sense. And Katie did, it doesn't understand anxiety. She doesn't have an anxiety disorder the way I do. She doesn't understand like the real legit like fight or flight situation, like can't eat food. Like she didn't understand the gravity of the situation I was in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Katie admits that she, that she has a connection, but she would be heartbroken if John had a connection the way she does. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really like that. And it kind of came off really hypocritical. Yeah. And then I say, I'm hoping that Evan doesn't do anything unforgivable and I just need to be strong and draw the line. If he does, I think we say this to like Mark, right? Yeah. Katie's already crying in the Uh background because she feels guilty about connecting with Johnny and she feels weak and selfish. And I, I felt for her in that. And again, I kind of, it's kind of nice to see someone show genuine emotion when they're hurting someone else. Yeah. I, I really thought, I felt yeah. her pain. I felt like it was very genuine it's and real. very genuine and real. Mm-hmm. Very different than like Evan and Escalade. Like my happiness is at the expense yeah. of like, you know, like it's, <laughs> right. it comes off very different. <laughs> I think that like people forget that like knowing that you're hurting someone is like almost worse than getting hurt yourself. Yeah. It's like knowing that you're like putting someone through something or like possibly going to hurt them is a terrible feeling. And I think that Katie like knows that um, like she needed this experience and she's diving fully into it, but she also is allowed to be like, sorry for him and feel bad. Like those emotions are real. Yeah. It's, it's refreshing to see her empathy. Yeah. Okay, so Shari's clip is up first. Shari sees Javen just joking around with Kayla and he kind of says like she wants to take her, he wants to take her on a second date. And then Shari says she doesn't want to jump the gun and assume anything. And Mark acknowledges her growth and maturity since the first bonfire. But I will say, even though she says she doesn't want to jump the gun and assume anything, her expression, she just seems off. Yeah. It didn't seem like she was, it was like her words were saying one thing, but her body language and it Mm -hmm. was kind of saying another. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like you try to put on this front yeah, and act like you're not bothered by certain things and yeah, 
I and I think know. she yeah. was just at a point too where she was just like concentrating on herself and like her own journey. Right. Yeah. I didn't really have much to say about that clip. No, me either. Uh, okay. So Nicole sees Carl telling Britt how beautiful she is. She's the only yeah, person he's attracted to. Yeah, of course. do Again, stable. Yeah, she's yeah. hot. She's the prettiest in the house. Then he's in confessional <laughs> saying all this. And I'm like, bro, like – what else do you like about her? Because everyone else is calling her cuckoo. So I'm confused. Like, I yeah. do think she's beautiful, but I'm like, can you not find anything deeper than like the than that. looks? Yeah. God. She sees, Nicole sees them getting hot and heavy in the hot tub. I thought it was very cute how I like reached back and tell Nicole I love her. I yeah. was just like, it's so weird watching the show because I really did forget how close me and Nicole were during filming. Oh. She admits that her and Carl have a very surface-level relationship. Her heart is really opened up on the island, and she's allowing herself to feel things she hasn't before. And then Mark calls her out that she said that her and Carl have, like, surface-level love. Like, that's a big statement. Yeah. I know. I'm actually really curious, though. And I'm asking this in, like, a really genuine, not insensitive way. Yeah. Or, like, I, I don't want this to come off insensitive, but, like, has Nicole ever experienced, like, death or um, – I don't believe so, Heartache no. or, or – because the vibe I'm getting is that – and she says this, that she's never experienced this deep of emotion in general outside of the relationship. Yeah. She's feeling things she's never felt. And I was very curious if, like – she's ever experienced like any sort of like loss or I guess she says she's never experienced true love and stuff. So I wonder if like either end of the spectrum she's experienced because she, the way she explains herself and her situation is that she's never had any hardcore emotions. So I was wondering if, yeah. How one and I ask this seriously, how one has gone through life without feeling deep emotions on any end of the spectrum. Yeah. No, you're you actually just hit the nail on the head and she's open about this. She no, at this point in her life, she had not experienced any sort of like tragedy or like big deal emotions like that. Okay. She had a very hard time um, with any sort of big emotions and like feeling love. And that's actually one thing about me that she admired is cause I'm the type of person, like I'm very closed off and guarded and I don't fall in love easily or have like strong emotions easily. I'm not an emotional person. However, when I do fall in love and I'm invested in someone, I love with like my whole heart. Yeah. Like I'm too. like, I am like all in. I am an all or nothing person. So she witnessed like how I just like wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm so vulnerable. And like she was very like taken aback by that. And she was like, I want to be able to love the way that you love. Yeah. And I will say now she's open about it. She like goes to therapy regularly and she definitely is very different than she was on TI. Like she's – okay very in touch with her emotions. She talks about things. She like wants to experience that once in a lifetime love, like future husband. She has high standards. She's very different and very, um, she, you can get very deep with her now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. 
So she's evolved a lot since yeah. we filmed TI. I was just curious. I was just because the way she no, talks for real, about you're herself right. too. She's she just hasn't. like I've never. She said she had never experienced any type of like no. that deep emotion, and deep emotion can mean many things. It could be with like a death, or with like you know an incident that happens, or falling in love, or yeah. No, you, you know, hit so the nail on the head. She had not experienced at that point in her life anything like deep emotion wow. like that at all whatsoever. So all of this was like very well, foreign she's to lucky. her. I mean, in a sense, she's lucky she hasn't Dude, had the experience that heartache. That's literally what I was like thinking because I mean, I've said some of this stuff, but like, I'm not going to lie. Like I have not had an easy life. Okay. Yeah. Like, I've gone through a lot of shit in the 32 years of life that I've had. Same. Yeah. And like meeting someone that hasn't was very odd to me because I'm like, wow, like the shit I would do to like yeah, just for, it be seriously. a breeze, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So Mark even admits that he can feel Katie's emotion because she's still up there in the back, like crying. Yeah. And she admits that she's, she will feel even worse if she sees a clip and it's not that bad because of right. her behavior, you know? Yeah. And then in her clip, she sees Catherine is telling John how into him she is. And she's his, um, he tells her that, um, John tells Catherine that she's his biggest attraction and then they kiss by the pool table mm -hmm. and Katie seems genuinely surprised. Yep. And then this part, Katie's being shady as fuck right now. Okay. Because Mark is like, do you know which girl that is? And Katie says no. And that is such bullshit. For real? Katie's she answered right away. She's like, no. Yeah. No bullshit. She, wow. she a hundred percent knew who it was. Interesting. Yeah, so Mark is like pointing out it's Catherine is the girl that you blocked. And then she says she feels less guilty about her connection with Johnny after seeing John's clip with Catherine. Yeah. Which I'm not going to lie, the clip looked worse than it really was. So I kind of get what Katie means because it's like, okay, like he has a connection too. He's like pecking this girl right, by you the would feel, table. I, yeah. yeah, less remorseful. Um, but she did say a quote that I thought was like, I thought it was really good. Or she said something like growth is painful. And like, I love that. She was like, yeah. she said that she was like, it hurt and stuff, but yeah, that growth was painful. And I'm like, oh, it's so true. Honestly, facts, right? Growth is painful. Go it off, is. Katie. Okay. okay. Wrapping it up. <laughs> Thanks. We're wrapping it up and we got, good Lord. Okay, oh you guys. God. So when I tell you, that I was like legit speed walking heated on Venice beach today after I watched this clip and this part, I'm not joking. I even voice noted Aaron. I was pissed. Okay. I was pissed at myself. I was pissed at production. I was pissed at Mark. I was like, cause I haven't watched this. Okay. Like I really never watched it and took it in. Right. And now that I'm watching it and taking it in, I'm fucking, I'm heated. Okay. Wow, yeah. So we're going to get into it. So Let's, what is my note? Let's talk about what happened when I wouldn't watch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So fun fact. I think we've okay. talked about it in the past, but so now the moment of truth, it's time for me to watch my clip production, the girls, everyone's been trying to convince me all day long to, that I need to watch this clip. Okay. In right. front of everyone. You gave a lot of warnings. So why I, I, anyone 
I made it very clear all day long that it wasn't going to happen. I even acted out that I was putting on the earbuds, closing my eyes, counting to 10. Okay. I made it very clear. I wasn't playing games. I told you what I was going to do. Right. So then it comes time for me to to ask. I'm like, I'm going to, I want the earbuds, please. Yeah. Production shut down, Aaron. For like 45 minutes. What, okay? they, weren't, they were debating whether or not to give them to you? They were shook. They were like, they, they did not. Were like, they probably were like, we don't even have earbuds. We got to go purchase them. They legitimately, they legitimately did not think that I would follow through. They really thought that they were going to be able to convince me to do it. And I was sticking to my guns and I was like, I want the earbuds. Wow. So production shut down. The production team, like, in Maui is like calling the production company in LA in Burbank being like, yo, like she's not going to watch the clip. What do we do? Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was a thing. Okay. So for like 45 minutes, production is shut down. We're sitting on these stumps for like almost an hour. Production is sitting there. Like I'm not watching it. Yeah. Were the girls trying to talk to you or were you just like, just, we were all just like, I guess they didn't believe me. So we're all just like waiting while they're trying to figure it out. And I think they were hoping that I would finally just be like, okay, like I'll watch it. But no, dude, you don't know me very well. I am very oh strong-willed. I'm very stubborn and I stick to my shit and I wasn't going to watch it. Wow. So finally, after almost an hour of us sitting on these stumps, they finally bring out the iPad and the AirPods. Okay. So Holy that's shit. how long we had to wait for this shit. You were playing so, no games. No, dude, no games were played. So I love how all the girls stuck by me and none of them are watching it. Everyone closes their eyes Mm -hmm. like Nicole's holding my hand. And then we see the clip. And this is the first time I ever saw it. Like genuinely, I saw it the first time when it aired. Yeah. Evan's like talking to Morgan about how comfy the bed is. Morgan is taking her clothes off. Mm -hmm. They get under the covers. And then Morgan says it feels so good. And now I have a confession to make, everyone. Yes. So while I was eyes closed watching this clip, I actually opened my eyes for a millisecond and I saw that they were under the covers and then I closed my eyes really quick and then I heard her say it feels so good. So I knew what happened. Well, I mean, yeah. Even if you didn't open your eyes, you got to assume. Dude, right? I knew. I knew 100% what happened. A hundred percent. Like, honestly, I really am curious, like, was there any percentage, any percent of you that was like, I don't know what fully happened? No, I a hundred percent knew that they had sex. hundred percent. Okay. So, and I never told anyone that I opened my eyes for a second ever. I didn't tell any of the Well, because when you Nobody knew. Because when you and Mark start going back and forth, you kind of like beat around the bush. Like you're like, because I knew I'm what f- really happened. I know, but like you didn't say it. You wouldn't yeah, say because it. I, yeah. Cause I was like, I'm not going to get into it. Like, okay. I, and at that point I was starting to get pissed because I knew he was like lying to my face. So, because I saw the clip, you know, you knew who was lying to your face, Mark. Cause he kept saying, well, I don't think Mark saw like now that we've podcasted with him, we know that he hasn't seen the clips before. But oh, so my- was it like more of a pride thing? Like you did not want to admit, yeah, because, because you're I, like Mark. I know damn well you know. I you're know trying to damn get me to well. Say the words I know they- damn well that they had sex. Okay, like I'm not gonna tell you. Like you don't convince me that there was something else I was gonna see in this clip when both of us fucking know that what I think happened in this clip is what happened in this clip. Okay, got it. You okay. know, 
Yeah. So that's where I was like, yo, like, why are you trying to pretend that I need to watch the clip because something else could have happened? Right. When everyone fucking here knows that what I think happened is exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. It's like, you I know? don't need to see it. I heard it. I know what went down. Literally. Huh. Even if I didn't open my eyes for a second, all I w- all I heard was like rustling and then her saying like it feels so you good. You would have so known. It's like, it's like, dude, I'm not a moron. Like please stop insulting my intelligence. Yes. Okay? Like come on. So then I say – I was like, I mean I'm pretty sure I know what happens when he's trying to be like, but you didn't know what happened because you didn't watch the clip. Yeah. And then – um, and then I say – I was like, I'm pretty sure he's taking it too far. And because of based on what I heard, I heard that it feels good. And like, I opened my eyes for a little second. And then I say, if he's going to revert to his old ways and be a cheater, I don't need to subject myself to watching it actually happen. And I will say like, go off queen, like, dude, for real. Like, why the fuck do I need to watch my boyfriend have sex on TV? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I like, I love how you like weren't nervous at all. Like you stuck up for what you believed in because I feel like when you're in a situation like that like it's easy to get intimidated no dude and And that's when like I think production saw a very different side of me and I Mm -hmm. will say right now props to my parents because when they found out they were having a girl they were like we're gonna make sure that she is like a strong willed confident woman and I was on a freaking production set with a host three girls and 50 production people and people at offices in LA all breathing down my neck pissed and I was like fuck all of you I ain't yeah. watching this shit You're like send me home then <laughs> yeah I was like yo this show's kind of revolving around me and I ain't watching the clip so take it or leave it but I feel like now looking back productions like her not watching is the best thing she could have done right it gave it went down in gold. history yeah like I feel like that is like the infamous like temptation when you think of temptation island you think of just like casey not watching the clip clip. the amount they probably thought you were gonna ruin it for them no i made it they were probably like fuck like she's gonna ruin everything this is gonna get like you know no one's gonna understand or xyz whatever yeah and it did the complete opposite complete opposite dude just trust me man just trust me production i got you oh my gosh I got you. And then I just said um, in my notes, and again, me and Mark, we're good now. Okay. We are. We're good. We have a good relationship. However, I will say, I'm just going to be honest because we keep it real on here. My parents to this day, more my mom than my dad, they've always had an issue with Mark. Okay. They've always had very strong feelings on him. And it, me and me and my parents, we've actually gotten into it a few times because I never really understood why they had such an issue. And now watching this clip, it kind of puts things in perspective why my parents have such an issue to this day. And again, my dad, not so much because I've like defended Mark and I've told them like, Hey, like me and Mark have talked, like Mark's apologized to me. Like we're good. Like it's water under the bridge. Yeah. My mom, she'll probably never let it go. Honestly. Wow. I but mean, watching- little, he gave a little attitude. He's a little tooty. I mean, dude, at the reunion, him and I went at it. They didn't show it. And he came up and apologized to me afterwards. And I was like, dude, we're good. But yeah. he, you know, he can give you that tough love attitude. And it's tough because you don't know if it's genuine or if it's production in his ear. And exactly. that's where you're torn because 
we love Mark. We know Mark and yeah. he is an amazing guy. Seriously, he's given me such great advice. And oh, I know hundred percent. I know he's so proud of us. Like I know yeah. that. But when you're in the heat of the moment and all these things start happening coincidentally and he's saying things that like he shouldn't know, but he's saying and it's like it sounds too yeah. good to be true, you question, fuck, like is someone in his ear telling him to say this? I'm telling you, him and I butt heads a couple times as well where we've had to like apologize to one another and the reunion, we'll get into that when we do my season, was like a big yeah. one and they did not show it. But he can definitely give attitude, as can we. So No, a hundred percent. And I think the thing, the reason why I'm like so kind of going in circles with him right here, and just you can tell like I'm I'm kind of giving attitude back and I'm like kind of pissed mm-hmm. is because like what I just said, it's like Mark. Like at the time, I didn't know if he saw the clip or not. I thought he did. And I'm just like, okay, like, you know what happened in the clip. Don't try and like tell me like, okay, but like you don't know if that actually happened. Yeah. And have, give me attitude. Don't look at me in the eyeballs right now and lie to my face. Like we yeah. both know that they fucked in that clip. Okay. <laughs> we know. So don't try and like make me feel like, oh, you should have watched it because something else could have right. happened. It's like that shit. I don't play that game. Right. You knew it happened. I love how you're yeah. like, yeah, I'll see it eventually. <laughs> I literally, I, that's my next note. My next quote, I'll see it eventually. I just don't want to see it right now. And I just want that to be respected. And I just go off, go off yeah. again. Case, you're killing it. I'm talking to myself in the third person, but you're just my dad was so fucking proud. He was like, yeah. that is the chick I freaking raised. Like uh-huh. you were taking the fucking shit. Yeah. Like, cause it was just we were going in circles. And I'm like, you're not mm-hmm. listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Like, it ain't gonna change. Like, we can be here all night. Yeah. But just like respect it and let's move on so we can all go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can go to bed. Seriously. Um You do say that this is the best you've ever felt and therefore you made the right decision. And Mark's like, well, if your goal was to feel good, then he wishes you the best. But like, one, I love the little snarkiness between the two of you, the sarcasm. We're going at it. You guys are going at it. But I also am like, like, what made you say that was the best you ever felt? Like, did you actually mean that? Yeah. Or was it kind of to just, like, get a dig at production because they were trying to set you – or you, no. you know what I mean? No, it was genuine because we're, like, going in circles, me and Mark, forever. And I know for a fact production is in his ear, also, like, egging this shit on. Right. They're trying to get me to say shit that I don't believe – And I'm just like, you guys, like, I don't know how to make it any clearer that my anxiety is a hot mess. I'm not eating food. Like, I can't function as a normal fucking human right now. I'm missing my goddamn period. Yeah. So, like, me not watching this clip is protecting myself. And it is the best I've ever felt. My heart's not racing. My teeth aren't chattering. Mm. I have an appetite. It's like, leave me alone and let me feel good. Okay. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) so no I literally meant that it was the best that I felt and I was like now I can go back to the house I can eat something and like have a decent night's sleep right good so then I just put my last note I'm a boss (laughs) I'm a boss that was your last note my last note is that when the producer was asking you why you closed your eyes you were like I did it what do you say um it was actually I'm not gonna say her name but me and this producer don't get along to this day we don't get along Me i wonder if she did my season do you know 
I'm sure she did. We'll chat after this. But yeah, me and her, ugh, not good. Interesting. Because but- I saw right through everything that she was trying to do. So she she took me aside, you know, how after bonfires, they take you aside and they start mm-hmm. asking you all these questions. She kept asking me the same question over and over again. And I kept giving her the exact same answer verbatim. Yeah. She wouldn't stop because she wanted a different answer. I feel like, oh my gosh, we have to be talking about the same producer. There was one producer who literally at one point like was like, you know what? I don't even know why you came here. I'm I'm done interviewing you. We're done. We're done. And walked off. And then she never interviewed me again. Well, I told they, them. They swapped. They swapped people because she couldn't. I'm like, I'm sorry you're not. Never mind. After this incident, Erin, after this incident that we're about to recap at the end of this episode, I told production that she was never to interview me again. Mm-hmm. And I never I have- saw her again. Yeah, there were a couple that I was like, I don't want them in my peripherals or yeah. like whatever. Um, okay, but yeah, so she just she asks why I close my eyes and I just I stay calmly again because I need to stay in a good headspace. And they mind you, they never put that I said I ha- my anxiety's out of control because they don't want that on TV. They don't want people knowing that. Right. So they just said I'm in a good headspace. And then I was like, so you need to respect the fact that I cannot watch this video because she kept saying, I think they wanted me to watch it like later, you know, like the next day or something. Right. And I was like, you need to respect that. And, and then she kept going at it. She kept asking. All right. I'm walking off. I was like, I'm telling you, I literally gave her a warning. I was like, if you ask it one more time, I'm telling you, I'm going to walk off. And then she says it, but they could have been doing anything. I was like walking off, done. You said out. walking off and you walked I literally, off. I, I said walking it. off, done. And they show it next clip. Dude, it was f- f- so great. We'll talk about it next week. When I walked off, we were all the way around the back of the house. I, wa- I was speed walking, fucking seeing red. Could have beat the shit out of something. Were people following you? Cameras or oh, were you? Cameras were following me. I walked all the way around the house, speed walking, walking through the dining room. All the guys churned because they were like, holy fuck, what is happening? Because they saw how fucking angry wow. I was. I walked to my bedroom. My bedroom had sliding glass doors that like open in the backyard. I grabbed the sliding glass doors and I'm pulling them shut and they're heavy. I'm running, pulling them shut, slamming them shut, telling cameras to get the hell out. Like it was a fucking scene, dude. I was like, that's it. I've been doing this for three hours now, telling you the same thing nicely over and over and over again. You ain't getting it. And now I'm fucking done. You got me to that point. Wow. Holy shit. So yeah, boss moves, you guys. <sighs> Good for you. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. And I will say that's been very controversial. Lots of my like DMs are either like, oh my God, you're so weak and disciplining for closing your eyes. And then it's like, everyone's like, yo, boss that moves. was some boss shit. Yeah. You were like, ain't taking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. I made my dad proud. I'm not gonna lie. He to this day, he was like, yo, I've never been prouder than when you walked off camera. He's Good like, I was like, you. he was like, that is my daughter. Walk like, off. I right. Walking off. I was like, yes. I said uh. walk I was like walking off, done. Out. Yep. And I speed walked <laughs> out. I mean, you gave them a warning, to be fair. No, I literally did, and I said it nicely. I was like, you ask one more time. I was like, I'm yep. walking off. And then boom, I was like, okay, I'm true to my word. No games. Off we go. <laughs> Off we go. Off we go. Holy shit. Okay, you guys. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a long one. It is 1.41 a.m. Yeah, you where guys. Where I am at. 
so fun fact, just so you guys know why this episode is like late. I got a new job and I'm working like crazy, like in Venice Beach, which is nowhere near where I live. Erin was like in Puerto Rico for a wedding and her yeah, birthday. Yeah. Our whole recording schedule got mm-hmm, thrown off. Mm-hmm. So yes. now I like got off work in Venice, raced home, was in traffic for an hour, immediately hopped on. She's three hours ahead. It's been – we went through a lot to get this episode done. We're dedicated though. We really we are, are. We are dedicated. So yeah, you guys, it's way past Aaron's bedtime. But we hope you love this episode. It was juicy. We had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Just like love you guys. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. Our little spiel so Aaron can go to bed. Yeah. Everyone, go follow us on Instagram at It's Tempting Pod. Please go like and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave five-star reviews. Leave a review. We love it all. And then if you need to get in touch, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. We love you all, you guys. We'll see you next week. Please give us feedback. This was a long-ass episode. I hope you all enjoy this on your commutes. And have a fabulous Friday. Yes, love you guys. Bye. Bye.